0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
1: Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling
2: Podcast.
1: If you like a lot of wrestling on your YouTube, join our cult. Hello, welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to the Dulls Tones of Mafu, with the dog. Stuff waffle made. Thank you. Thank you. Stoff waffle. Uh, also looking at a slim trim prime cut of Jack. He was post COVID, I believe.
3: Oh yeah. I'm all good now. Oh, I was fantastic! Fine. I, was, mate. I was fine last week as well. It's all, it's all fine now. Um, sorry about the lighting. I just, it's, it, we're working from home again. It could be the last one on zoom. We don't know yet. We're waiting on regulations to be revealed. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah. As
1: Machini proclaimed in the Slack chat, uh, God bless the Tories.
2: <laughs> he yes, didn't I say did that. print screen that. <laughs> he I've he got my desktop.
4: Say-
1: <laughs> it's there for all time. And speaking of all time, look who's joining us. It's Ross Waddell.
4: Nine, nine, nine. No. This isn't Ross that sat here. This is Adolf. Hello, everybody. Oh, Christ. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> nine, nine, nine. Uh, what a week we've had, eh? How are we doing, Matthew? Shall uh, we kick things off with that then, Matthew? Just to get your thoughts. We'll give you the floor. Let everything out that you want to let out. How are you feeling? I was trying to avoid the issue, you know,
1: somehow. <laughs> we'll just... The, the giant name change in the room. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a 2 pronged attack. I like a certain European country who raised in the <laughs> 40s. Because on one hand, there's the very distinguished, very impressive and respected wrestler, Volta, out of nowhere, deciding to change his name. Which, I can understand why they're doing it. WWE has to be able to trademark the name to make more money off of it. It's just normal business sense. It's what they've done for years. It's only in the weird Triple H, oh God, I wish I was Jim Smallman instead of McMahon Helmsley era that we've been having in, in, in the era where they've kept the names where that's not happened. So, all right, cool. You want to change Walter's name? Fine. There's ways of doing it. It could be the promo, going, I ah, Imperium, you guys always lose. We need to change. Your new name is Mud, but my new name it's Gunther or whatever, and he just came out and went, "No, my name's Gunther," and it was terrible. <laughs> they did
4: a small promo backstage where he's like, "I'm here, and we can finally start doing our message or getting our message across, whatever it was." There's 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 the seeds being sown, but it did it was weird how they did it, as it always is, by and large. But I, I hope you're okay, Matthew.
1: No, and then the second thing of it, not just hi, I'm I'm a different name now, just accept it.
2: <clears throat>
1: we're here, we're Gunther. Get used to it. It was the fact that uh, people had a quick old Google
4: and, uh, well, Gunther Stark, eh? No, no, Matthew, but you see what you're doing there is he wasn't even that high up in the Nazis, so it's fine. <laughs> I am not gonna name and shame who it was, but yes, they had tweeted out the Would I like to You thing saying what happened with Volder? I thought it was fine. And then the, someone the was Bob like,
3: Mort- the Bob Mortimer
4: thing. Bob yeah. Mortimer, one, yeah. Because that's Bob Bob can make that believable. <laughs> and someone was like, What's your issue, Ross? He wasn't even that high up in the Nazis anyway. <laughs> Yeah, sorry for tweeting that. I just I had to defend him.
2: No, it wasn't me, was uh, Oh dear. I've man. Seen but it. I, I had to
1: go to the website, uboat.net. Mm. Described him <laughs> as one of the Kriegsmarine's famous Olympia crew. This crew chose the Olympic rings as their symbol. It was the largest crew, and produced more U-boat commanders than any other. Of the one hundred and sixty-four graduated, one hundred and forty took command during the war. The Kriegsmarine Literally, the war navy was the navy of the Nazi Germany from 1935 to 1945. <laughs> it superseded the Imperial German Navy of the German Empire and the interwar Marines of the Weimar Republic.
3: All right, thank you. Oh, it's interesting.
1: So it would be um, one thing it was like, aha, Gunther Stark was a caretaker for the Nazis or something like that. He, uh, it's like, all right, okay, that's pushing it a bit, but uh, a high ranking U boat. Yeah. Yeah, those U-boats had no effect on the war whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: I think another, not as big as that reason, but another reason it's bad as well. Like, fair enough if he'd come in and change his name and everyone gone, oh, that's stupid. But he's been in part of WWE's canon for years now. In NXT UK, he was the champion for ages. And I know they don't pay much attention to it, but people do. Some people do. And it it's really silly, isn't it? It's really silly.
4: It's not even that, it's the fact he's had, I don't know I haven't got it to hand here, but how many matches has he had in the black and gold era? He's been on takeovers as Volta, multiple takeovers, and now he's just, oh, hello, I'm Gunther. Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, you're just not that part of Europe enough. Gunther. Okay. Cheers. What? Kind of related to this is the news that Mustafa Ali requested his release via Twitter. It's an amazing thing to see.
4: I don't think he uh, did it via Twitter. I think that was just him announcing... Oh, pub- the sorry, public. yeah, you know what? Yeah. I said
1: that wrong, sorry. It publicly announced that he's announced his request, for, which is a astonishing in of events. That um, was on Sunday. The request is released. Uh, a f- new report from Fightful Select indicates that Ali's absence was apparently preceded by an argument with Vince McMahon. In November, Ali posted a video of a proposed character vignette to his social media depicting himself as a faux political rally about a new America. Bifel's report notes that the character was initially accepted by WWE before those in power in WWE changed their mind. Who could it be? Who could it have been? Uh, The report goes on to say that in place of that angle, It was a pitch from McMahon for something Mustafa Ali would never have done. The pitch led to what's been termed a heated argument between McMahon and Ali, and Ali hasn't been seen since. So Uh, people uh, have immediately put two and two together and thought, were they trying to to change him into being an evil foreign heel?
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean...
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um,
3: I think it's quite clever because he obviously wants to go now. And by putting it on Twitter, he's increased the chances of them having to release him. Or if they don't, it kind of builds hype more for when he's eventually released. So I think it's a good... I think it's a a wise thing to do, possibly. If, if he's dead set on leaving and he thinks, I don't mind burning this bridge, then I don't see why not.
4: And they can't say no now, surely. They can't do it. Like He's been there for so many years. And we've said it so many times on this channel, haven't we, that he's just proved himself on social media to be fantastic as a healer, a babyface with these self-made promos that he's done out in the streets and whatnot, and they've gone nowhere. There was, I think, two occasions he was on the, well, reportedly so, on the brink of a big push. Once just before Kofi Mania took off, and the other one Brock Lesnar, got money in the bank. That was supposed to be him, and it just didn't happen. The retribution thing, again, on Twitter, I had people say to me, oh, Ross, that was to showcase Mustafa Ali. Alongside <sighs> T Bar and Mace and Retaliation, whatever the other people were called. That was a load of bollocks that no one was ever going to take seriously, were they? That wasn't good, that was a non starter. So good for him for doing it. He's going to flourish wherever he goes and hopefully just gets to, because he wants to promote this message, doesn't he? That the company didn't allow him to promote. So hopefully wherever he ends up, they, he gets to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm um, going to so steal from Twitter. Uh, it's a second organisation. Ali's trying to change from the inside, but couldn't. Excuse uh, you see a policeman.
2: Oh. No, he wasn't in any
1: U-boats, so I point that out, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Moose Valley, fantastic at everything. I feel like we say this every few months, but wow, how did WWE mess that up? Yeah. Mm. Anyway. <sighs> I know, I know. Racism. Well very sad. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> racism. Yes, we can excuse to reveal here on the podcast, it was racism.
3: It, it's another one of those ones that makes me annoyed because when, you know, when like Vince goes on the Steve Austin podcast or whatever, or you hear stories of like, it's the ones who take a risk and stand up for themselves backstage who become the big stars, the Steve Austins and whatnot. But it's not, is it? Like not anymore. It, you've got to do what they want and just hope that it's it's good. And there's a slim chance that it'll be good.
4: Well, yeah, that, maybe that used to things, be the thing. Goes, I was gonna say hmm. when that happens these days, um you just get the news reports of oh, so and so was difficult to work with. Yeah. I'm still still yeah. waiting for the Mustafa Oh Lee. yeah, wait wait, minute, difficult oh, to work oh, with this? one.
1: Breaking news, breaking news, here we go. Uh Ali hard to work
4: with, yeah. Attitude problems. At- ooh. <laughs> oh,
2: but like ooh. you say,
3: like you say there, Bray Wyatt is the absolute perfect example because he was one of those stories of difficult to work with backstage, which just means had alternative creative ideas to what was being given to him, I assume.
1: So, yeah, you're totally right. It's it's very frustrating. I like how the news reports was, oh, Bray Wyatt was really hard to work with. Oh, I always complain about the, where's the storyline going? And then later on, oh, yeah, The uh, Fiend had no storyline conclusion to it. That was the end. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, okay. And weird news, it was revealed Cody Rhodes, his contract has expired with AEW and he's currently a free agent, uh, which then somehow went, uh-oh, wait a minute, let me check the calendar. It's January. Rumble season. Cody Rose is going to be in the rumble. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. And then looking at the, uh, the updates here from The Melt, you know it on the figure four on my message board that almost everyone of AEW was avoiding him, but the individual who told them the news uh, isn't sure if it's a publicity stunt or not, but they don't know for sure. Uh, quote, one would think it was a big story internally. They would know. That's the only person that would ever talk to me today. I already got them Meltzer, Someone told them the <laughs> news, <laughs> and everyone else saw it and went, "Okay." Uh, no one talks to anybody anymore. Yeah, uh, nobody tells me nothing. It would, it would. Johnny Tightlips, <laughs> What's with Cody Rhodes's contract status? I'd seen nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't make any sense whatsoever for Cody Rhodes suddenly, of all times now. Nevertheless, the fact that he is the um, current AWTNT champion. To Ooh, suddenly is he? leave for Rumble. It, it's a bit of a. No, 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 no. Sammy's the interim. He it when he was away, just it's like It's a bit you of a Michael's Razor. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not.
3: Okay, all right. It's not a Michael's Razor. I mean, that's exactly razor, what we went
1: for on the, the dynamite. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think there's is there any thoughts here, or is it just how crazy the story is? Is it work?
4: That's, that's um, what the story is, isn't Meltem it? Is it a work know? or is it real? Like, because. He didn't deny the... Because ro- when he appeared on Dynamite this week, he was like, yeah, what should we talk about, huh? And started looking at the <laughs> crowd. And the crowd went, boo, shut your mouth, you prick. was <laughs> <laughs> oh, <it's> so good. <laughs> um, that's what I just... Uh, that's, it's very interesting, isn't it? It's an interesting title to be a professional wrestling fan that the, the slight teeny tiny possibilities there that Cody could be there the Rumble with his TNT title, fighting for America and fighting for all of our rights to live as normal human beings.
3: Meltzer got a bit sassy as well because he said that people speculating that Cody could be in the Rumble is one of the dumbest things he's ever heard. <laughs>
1: oh, and if he's saying that. I know, I know. Well, Do you hear know his computer?
4: What, the... The the a- a- computer. Oh, I was
1: about to say, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. So Alvarez <laughs> is going, Alvarez is going, so on Monday Night Raw, a, uh, the Otis <laughs> 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 Academy, <laughs>
4: <laughs> you don't even What's
3: know that? what a rematch What's that... is. <laughs> What's that, Dave? <laughs> What's that sound,
1: Dave? <laughs> Dave oh it's just uh, my computer I'm restarting your computer's restarting it sounds like a heart monitor no it's just uh just like sound cards so that's why it goes beep 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 beep, like a fleet of rubbish trucks just coming towards you
3: heart yeah, monitor bit
4: was clap
1: thank you I'll stop that on the head um
4: well, Cody's no. not. Should, I should clarify. Cody's not at the rumble. No, no, no. No, no, he's not at the rumble.
1: No, no. But we may publish if you want to, because say he might be. Oh, because <laughs> yeah, everybody else is.
4: You got to sketch it in. Yeah. That's the interesting part of being a wrestling fan: what might happen, what, mm. might, what might not happen, if the source is there yeah. saying it. Why not report, it, Matthew? Exactly. I tell you what, we did this a few Dov- years ago,
1: did we? With Kenny Omega, Was it 2018, 2019. I, I can't remember, remember. With New Japan
3: when, um, when WWE just decided to announce all of the surprise women for the Royal Rumble. That mm. robbed us of so much news, so much speculation.
1: Do you think they are saying that just to prove that they did have 30 women for the Rumble?
3: I, th- I think they panicked and realised,
1: oh, we don't, we need to get these in now. Lock them in. Yeah. Uh, more Vince news. Scotty Holly reveals Vince McMahon wanted W coaches to look younger. <laughs> the former type <tag> champ also divulged <laughs> uh, next week. Hey, Vince wants the coaches looking younger. So I need you guys to start dyeing your beards and cutting your hair. That was the coaches. I literally lost sleep over it. A couple went and, you know, did it right away. Dude, I've had every kind of facial hair, you know, dyed, not dyed, the chin strap, the goatee, the beard. I've had everything, you know, spiked up hair, bald head. So it's not about that. It's like, why are they making us jump through hoops like monkeys? Mm. Uh, Apparently all the coaches were on TV. So I don't know why Vince would even see him. So people have always compared Vince to... Mr. Burns.
3: This is literally shave those sideburns. This is literally like you've got to look different if you want to coach here. And it got me thinking, how is Albert going to look younger? What's he going to do? He's still like a baby anyway with his big head. Ah, like a little baby. (laughs) 67. Yeah. So he just needs to shave his facial hair and then he'll be all right and wear a suit.
4: It's an amazing story to come out when Vince McMahon's now back on TV, (laughs) just sitting there. Never standing, which I find—I I don't know who it was on Twitter this week—pointed out saying, no isn't it weird? how you never see Vince McMahon standing up these days. What's going on there? Oh, conspiracies!" Uh, but he can—he kind of sit there on TV, looking—you know—he's got the, the boot polish out in the hair, the hairdo and whatnot. But he still looks like an old fella. So He kind of mm. be saying to other people. Do you think Vince in his up,
3: mind? <laughs> do you think Vince in his mind looks like? Remember when he started having these like WrestleMania matches with Hogan and Michaels and stuff, and he was really huge, do you think he still thinks he looks like that in his mind?
4: Yeah, yeah,
1: okay, yeah. he enough. probably
4: does under his suit to be fair to him. Just a bit, yeah. looks, a bit, looks a bit old in the face, doesn't he? Probably looks like a 20 year old from the neck down.
1: He's <laughs> just, he's just backpacked packed like a bunch of steak, so he's taking his shirt <laughs> pumps out. Um, uh, also, in weird news. Every time I die, the band has called it a day due to a lot of internal struggle, which I'm not entirely sure about. It's nothing to do with wrestling, but that now means that the butcher is technically a full-time wrestler. Okay, um, that was a weird little note there. I saw, I
2: saw
3: everyone tweeting about this.
4: Oh, little um, Andy Pandy, yeah. Andrew who works here at Cultaholic, he would be gutted. He kept it because the com- well, I don't know if it's still on the tour. I assume it's not. They were no, coming to something. Newcastle. Yeah, they were coming to Newcastle in 2022. It's like, oh, shall we go? Shall we go there, Russ? I was like, I know one song by them. I couldn't tell you what the title is, but I've heard one song of theirs. What, well, you I wouldn't think... go
1: and chant Royal Rumble
4: like <laughs>
3: Andrew's mentioned it, Sam, Luke, and I didn't realise how big a deal they were. I, I thought they were like a mid-level rock and roll act. <laughs>
4: They'd be around for youngsters, are not they? They'd be around for decades, um, are not they? Yeah, Jack, Jack's okay. would
1: go there and chant, mid-card,
3: mid-card. <laughs> Where, yeah. Where's Green Day? Come on. <laughs> Green seen that poster for that festival in Las Vegas yeah is that all what? over one day
4: oh I don't know
1: I just saw the poster and saw I just saw the
4: yeah it. I just saw the poster but my girlfriend was like that's all happening over one day you know I might just throw what? it under the bus there and I was like all those names
2: how is You're that gonna
4: have like to... a 48 hour day somewhere coming up they'll,
3: they'll that'll be disappointed there'll, there'll be some really short sets or and you'll miss loads of there'll be loads of clashes on different stages apparently though being run by the people who ran Astro World if you heard about that which was a disaster oh. and like people died and stuff
1: oh that astro the travis oh, right. scott the travis right, scott right, concert right, right.
3: yeah yeah so apparently it's the same people behind that so
1: might not be that God, I hope it doesn't sound the poster from the people who bought you astro world <laughs> no <laughs> Oof. yeah and uh the last bit of the news is uh sad news now to uh, you already uh naked attraction isn't getting a new series. Yes, Because they couldn't in. get Come enough on. people to get do in. it. Oh, so that. if you hear my phone going yes. off during this podcast, you know who it is.
3: <laughs> so I'm so relieved. Wow. Because... Are you watching it? When, if I'm at my girlfriend's and it's on, she wants to watch it and I get so uncomfortable. I hate it.
4: You watch it with you your mean? girlfriend? Oops, oh, watch I watch it with my... Oh, yeah, my ah, girlfriend ah, puts ah, on as ah, ah, well. Yeah, ah, and, ah, do you, and do you, do you hate ah, it as well? Because ah, I do. Ah, I wouldn't ever choose to put it on if I was just alone in the flat by myself. But when the girlfriends, I play along like, oh, what a lovely winky. Ooh, lovely. Oh, wow, look-, look those knees.
1: I'm a WCBW commentator of the uh, giving it big ones. Uh,
3: uh, <laughs> I have knees. And her point is, well, <laughs> her point is, but you get to look at some naked women on the TV. I'm like, I don't care what, I don't care what, if it's a man or a woman or whatever. Uh, the whole concept makes me just deeply uncomfortable, yeah. and I can't watch it, man. I hate it.
4: I think the only
1: way of making that show more uncomfortable is watch it with your partner. Oh, or parents would be
4: worse. Oh no! Oh yeah, that parents would be, would be worse. worse. Yeah.
1: yeah.
4: Be worse. Come on, in all fairness, in all fairness, <laughs> to attraction, we did have one corporate uh, episode. I, I don't know if you saw this one, Jack. Where I think she was, she was in her fifties. This woman, it's like a vicar, maybe an organ player at the, at the church. But she was the filthiest woman you ever see in your life. <laughs> it's incredible.
3: Was she a feet woman?
4: I think so. Yeah. Short. Yeah. Short. Dark hair.
3: She'd love to get her lips around his toes or something. I remember so her saying. I, I was thought, like, oh, so oh, yeah. oh. not to, not a kink shame or anything. The concept makes me feel deeply uncomfortable. Everybody. I'm glad Ross is in the same boat here. Very glad.
4: Matthew, when you said like we've got some sad news now, I thought you were going to bring up Don West. I was really shocked when you brought naked attraction instead. Yes,
1: What's happened like, to Don West? Bro, I swerved you. No, I oh. thought, wait, I thought it was good news of Don West.
4: No, his cancer's come back. Oh, oh this... what? Oh, no.
0: Yeah.
4: Oh. Was... I think it was just a couple of days ago on social media, he said. So oh, hopefully he's sad. okay. Yeah. I, it was, I think it was oh. last June or July, he got like, brain lymphoma diagnosis, and then it went away by September, and now it's come back here in January. So obviously all oh. the best to Don.
3: Absolutely, yeah. Uh,
4: sorry to bring the mood down.
3: No, it's yeah, it's important news, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, that was the news
4: Everybody get excited For the Cultaholic Hall of Fame Ah
1: That's time for everyone's favourite segment The Hall of Fame And in condescending order from last week uh, The Noises of Windows 11 Very <sighs> appropriate after that Meltzer spiel there uh, <laughs> 20% <laughs> Nice oh, third breaking. place win there Double J's Double M-A 29% Oof Okay, fair enough then. But the clear winner with fifty-two percent the AFCON screw job. A lot of people agree with you there, Jack. Well done, pal. Huge. I can't believe it. It's two weeks on the on the bounce for me, which
4: is rare. So I'm very, I'm very happy. I think there's yeah. more to this story coming, you know. I've been watching some goalkeeping displays from the African Cup of Nations this week, and they are not right. Not really. Ooh. I forget who I was watching the other day, but the ball was bouncing through and the keeper sort of got stuck in the turf and grabbed it but then dropped it. Didn't look right to me. Didn't look interesting. right. Interesting. Very interesting.
1: But what is interesting is your pick this oh, week, it's Jack. Oh, me. Of course. Yeah, that's right. You're the winner. Yes. It doesn't happen very often, so you go first. Well,
3: initially, I was going to go, but then we spent the whole first segment talking about him. And I was going to pretend that like I'd never heard of Gunther before and that he was this hot up and coming oh, yeah. NXT star. Yeah, Dude
1: again, go on. No. <laughs> um, Who, who's this Gunther.
3: Yeah, yeah, he's just this new... Oh, it doesn't matter. No, um,
4: Didn't you see him in PWG, man? Yeah. Do all the flips. Yeah, Wait, he's
1: yeah. in American Indy. Uh, of course I've heard of him. Wait a minute, oh, hang yeah. on. Ignore me typing on cagematch.net in the background. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I, remember, I remember my first experience of seeing Walter when he was big daddy Walter in uh, mm. Progress's Super Strong Style 16 tournament. And I remember thinking he was like a rookie. I was like, oh, he's doing really well for someone with no experience. Yeah. Later I learned that he was the trainer of oh, yeah. of Germany. <laughs> um but uh I'll go for so just a, a window into the recording of these podcasts. For a while now we always used to do them on a Thursday afternoon. Then we moved them to a Friday morning, but now we're back to a Thursday afternoon, which means that something horrible is going to happen every single Friday <laughs> like f- for the rest of this podcast yeah. run. Um so I'm going to nominate pro- I'm just going to go back to a crap me pick. I'm going to do the concept of Thursdays. Great day of the week. A solid, solid day of the week. Matthew looks angry that I've picked this. Um, I'll I'll just list a few reasons why Thursday's a good day, I suppose. Because Friday's great, obviously. Everyone loves a Friday. But when it's Thursday, it's almost that sense of like, it's nearly Friday. One more day to go. And the feeling you get on a Thursday afternoon is almost like the feeling of a Friday afternoon. Also, I was born on a Thursday. Um... So, Thursday's Child, <laughs> to be honest, the, the talking about the Gunter thing at the start has really like, ruined my pick. Um, Thursday Child has far to go. That That's a bit insulting, but we'll take it. Um, what day were you guys born on? Go on.
1: Thursday Child has far to go. They must have known your stories. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
3: uh, boom. Oh, he's, he's absolutely
4: done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How is was a Sunday me what's Sunday's child because I've forgotten what this rhyme is you're the does. good
3: the, you're the one in the rhyme that's like Sunday's child is proper mint and class and all that stuff it gets like four lines because it's the best one
4: oh appropriate do don't know though I said that word it's so weird there appropriate, mm. appropriate. Matthew just find
3: Matthew just find out what day he was going oh, on oh look what what day it was
4: you this know? is exciting
1: this is exciting off the top of my head no
4: oh what was number one when you were born Jack the Jobber Ebenezer Good by The Shaman Ebenezer once again. Good He's, I've never
3: done any of these in my life.
4: <laughs> Mine was, was fitness as well, because it was rhythm as a dancer. That's a I good have, one. Yeah.
3: Oh. That's a good one. My girlfriend's was Mr. Blobby. <laughs> oh, ha, ha,
1: ha. oh that, was, that was Christmas number one, so she
3: December. <laughs> she's December. Um, she's December 27th. It's really awkward.
4: Oh, really that's awkward a horrible time. birthday.
3: Yeah, yeah, horrible. But it means that I get to get away from the family a bit early to see her on her birthday. <laughs> Um,
1: Matthew, have you found out what
3: day were yes, born Yes, I'm
1: Tuesday's child. We're uh, supposed to be gracious, agreeable, refined, and polite in manner or behaviour. Tuesday's child. So get Tuesday's child is full of grace. That's right. And what
3: was number one when you were born?
1: Uh, it is taking forever. For some reason, my internet just dies with uh. I'm streaming as well. So uh, I'm having a look on a dodgy website. Oh, it's uh, the Bee Gees. You win again. Okay.
4: That's oh, does one that one well. go?
1: I think, or is it to China in your hand? Can't read this bloody website. It's not very helpful. It what is to China in your hand. What is that? Was that like a fifties rockabilly?
2: To <laughs> <There's> nothing. <sorry. laughs>
1: Anyone heard of uh, to or China? No.
2: <laughs> I've heard of I've heard of the T'Pau, country but... China.
1: Have you heard of yeah. hands? Yeah, I've heard All of to right, but I don't, Just as a punchline in eighties jokes, really. Yeah, someone said one last night when we were doing a, a stream, and they said, "Oh, Batman hit someone over the head with a vase." And he goes to pow, and he goes, "Don't you mean kapow? He Goes, "No, I've got China in my hand."
3: Oh, hey.
1: hey, thank you, Photoshop, John, for that. I've not idea. Anyway, oh yeah, so what we're talking about? S- yeah,
3: sorry, I've gone on for long enough. Thursdays, the concept of Thursdays is my pick. It's been a good run, um, and now I'll hand over the, the winnings
1: to one of
4: you. <laughs> if he picks Walter, I swear to God. I know. No, he I'm not. He goes and picks Volta. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, good pick. I mean, that would be funny. We all do we all variations of him. You get Big Daddy, Jettas <laughs> Gunther, and I get, you know, classic HP original Volta. Uh, no, that's a very good pick. Uh, Thursdays, I always look at and go, oh, it's bloody Thursday, isn't it? It's a day that goes, hang on, don't hate me. Uh, I'm not Wednesday. It could be worse to go. Yeah, <laughs> but it could be better. You could be Friday. So, Yeah, well, that's fair enough. Fair enough summary. Yeah. Uh, my pick, I was going to play an audio uh, video of it, but I realized that there's a bit of naughty words in it. And so I'll just summarize it. I've been watching Dart highlights, which is a good <laughs> way of killing time when you've got nothing to do. And you just want to watch a bunch of physical specimens uh, throw stuff at a wall because God looks good. Uh, and recently, a guy who keeps on going around, he's a guy, I think there's people in wrestling who are like this. I think Jericho is a good example of someone, they be. They get the normal cultural zeitgeist for a bit in a, in a meme, and they'll come around a few years ago. Just come around for normal people. Uh, Ted Hankey, A.K.A. the Count, he used to be. He's what? He's Canadian, isn't he? Is he? I think he is. He looks so British. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it? I didn't even know that. No, you don't I speak. I think he's Canadian. Ted oh. Hankey. Yeah. Oh, well, the you, one who looks like.
3: That. Oh, the one who looks like a vampire. Yes. Yeah, that, so way uh, that way's the. the, cow, cow, right? had okay, the right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. All The vampires come from Canada. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Tan went viral because he's always playing it up because he used to be really, really, really good. And he stopped getting good and he started like, Oh, it's me, I'm a heel basically. Um, <laughs> the real life Cody Rhodes. And <laughs> he went viral for a clip a few weeks ago where it's really zoomed in. I guess because it's um, non English audio, they're not talking it over i or trying to draw them out. There is what he's saying. He goes, Who's in charge here, me or the devil? I think it's me. And he says, "Come on, you!" And he gets it. And he gets an all right score. He's like, "Yes, yes." And he acts like he's just won the BDO championship. And his next opponent throws one, one dart, I Guess and the double wins. Wait, <laughs> so, so, when is this? When is So it? good because, like, oh, I don't know when it was, but it was like forever ago. But the, wait, the, he's actually when,
3: saying, he's actually saying those
1: things. Was in that in he was in charge. Yeah, who's a charger? In the in
3: a You competition, can hear him, yeah,
1: because again, I don't know how crowd. you can hear him. But like you can hear the um i got language language, but it's not in English, so they're not trying to drive him out. So I guess they might have the microphones a bit closer to them so they can what? hear them. I tell mean, that's how the setup works sometimes, do the foreign language thing. So you can hear him clear as day. Who's a charge here? No Me or the devil. I reckon it's me. <laughs> it's like, yes. And here we go, guys just throws it in, wins the badge. <laughs> this is so funny. But apparently Cambridge United did that as a celebration this week. Oh, last week, I forgot what date it was. Because I saw the clip going, because got that orange uh, gear on there. And they're doing that. The lads are going, it was a Georgia, me and the devil. <laughs> so it's like, you know, because darts is awesome.
3: Darts is really similar, to,
1: it's really similar
3: to wrestling in a way. It has yeah. become,
1: but like, now that Sky, like, just supercharged it all those years ago. And it's like, now, wide flashy graphics, you know. Phil, yeah. the power, you know, and all, this, all the graphics coming up, the, you know, the beautiful women surrounding them and all that. Despite. Oh, it's stunning. Absolutely stunning, but then they get on stage and just go, oh,
3: <laughs> Yeah, <they're laughs> great. yeah I don't I want mean, to see it. Yeah, I'll watch the darts. The crowd it's the crowds that make it, though.
4: There's, there's no, there's no, no there. final night out of the night at the darts. I yeah. haven't been lucky enough yet to get down on the floor for one of those long tables, so that's where all yeah. the action happens. I've only been up the side so far at the Telly West, you know, a couple of times at the Telly West, but uh, they are. Oh, I love darts, me. I'd be too, I'd be too scared to, it's not that bad. <laughs> Well, it's no,
1: more darts.
4: it's no more daunting than that bloody thing at Rise where all the smokers are. <laughs> <laughs> the Terrace. <laughs> yeah, the Terrace, that's the one. No, I think this is just perspective. To me,
3: that's a friendly, welcoming environment, and the Darts is my worst nightmare. People sort of stood there <laughs> going...
4: <laughs> as you walk by. Terrifying. That's, ju- that's just
3: because there's no wrestling fans at the Darts,
4: I suppose.
3: <laughs> I once saw... Um, it's the not. It's the biggest fight I've ever seen in terms of number of people involved. Um, do you remember Gotham? R.I.P. Oh, uh,
1: here we go. Everyone's favourite crap place to hang out. The
3: scummy rock club in town. Yeah. Well, one night, um, I went to hang out with Anth of Chase Pates of Fame. Oh, yes. Because he, he, de- he was DJing a night there. And I went up to chat to him. But at Gotham, the DJ booth was up a little flight of steps and then behind a rope. Mm. And I went to chat to him. And then the goth crowd in Gotham... And the darts, the darts had been on. So the darts crowd came back from the arena. One of the first bars you get to is Gotham. Right. So they all just piled into Gotham. Someone spilled someone's drink or whatever. And just a brawl. like just put loads of push in and punches were thrown. And I was stood up on this thing with Anth just watching the chaos unfold. Wow. And he just stopped the music. And just pulled the rope across us like that. I was, just, <laughs> I was just watching, and I was like, "I can't, can't believe this is actually happening." Then the bouncers piled in, but there was only like three of them at most. It was, it was really scary, actually. So that's why I'm, that's part of why I'm scared of the darts as well. Oh, I don't know. I yeah, don't know that's what how. they're gonna do.
1: Yeah, up, this, lad's, this lad's got a black t-shirt on. Is a goth. <laughs> Oh wow. I think the biggest fight I ever saw. But I don't. There's never been any multi-man brawls.
3: That's the only time I've ever seen
1: a Uh, (laughs) multi-man. A rumble. An actual rumble. Yeah. Starring free agent Cody Rhodes and maybe Go and Price. Who knows? (laughs) Anyway, that's my pick. It is Ted Hankey. Ross, what have you got for us?
4: I was on Twitter this week and I saw a thread by a man called Ash Preston. Who has list? Well, I'll just read out what the opening <laughs> tweet of the thread says. It says, "The World Bodybuilding Federation, A.K.A. How Vince McMahon splooged 15 million dollars on his muscle fetish and loggin for acceptance." <laughs> And we scroll down this thread, which is wonderful. But then you get to a certain... Because we all know what the WBF was. It was bodybuilding, Vince McMahon, Bobby Heaton on commentary, Mean Gene Oakland, uh, a bastion of the bodybuilding world, hosting the events. And all the bodybuilders had their own little gimmicks that come out and pose and then somehow incorporate their gimmick into their pose and performance. And I got to one by a fella called Dirty Eddie, who, who <laughs> comes out... He comes out looking like a bodybuilder does, but he's got the Rambo headpiece on, he's got this massive gun, which is clearly making up for a uh, lacking in another area, his winky, because of the peds, because um, it makes them shrink and all that malarkey. And he just comes out, and, and instead of doing all the posing and whatnot, he just whaps out his big gun and just starts shooting all these ninjas. And it, it's, it's, <laughs> one of those, it's one of those things you need to see to believe. So Richard if Tubman. He... Sorry, go on. I was going to
3: say, can you show us this, but I'm guessing you're going to get him to put it. Pretty yes, we that. can,
4: because I've asked Richard Tubman to make a supercut of the highlights, which you'll see if you're watching YouTube right now. He just walked out on stage. but well, look at
0: him. all over the place. Oh, I'm getting down. Uh-oh, he's in trouble now.
1: This giant, oily muscle man. Do you know all these ninjas just running towards
4: a man with an enormous gun? My favourite bit, if Richard's included it, is the rubbish little kick. I will be furious if Richard Tubman has not included the (laughs) (laughs) HBK times a thousand (laughs) super kick. (laughs) It's a little flick of the upper foot, isn't it? Or even the lower foot. The the, the upper foot, the instep, is it? Is that the instep, that bit that goes up there? A little flick. But look at that ninja falling from the sky. Dirty Eddie's going mental with a gun. Oh, it's... And the best bit was, as Ash Preston says in the tweet, the pyro is way too loud. And I'm sure you hear at one point some guy going, well, saying the F word quite loudly because they get a bit of a fright by the pyro <laughs> going off too loud. there we go. As we all know, the WBF was fantastic and a flop, which made it fantastic. But Dirty Eddie is someone I got introduced to this week and someone who I hope is doing okay today. Um... I didn't Google Dirty Eddie now. I should have done this before the. Podcast. I was about to say,
1: Dirty Eddie is the worst name you want for a muscle federation bodybuilding thing. That Vincent man is- has yeah. to have to announce. No, no, they'll all be clean. Not it's even- done. <laughs> <laughs> because it's happened at a very awkward time with the uh, story
4: trial, and everything. Here's Dirty Eddie. The thing is, though, he's not even being dirty. He's being wholesome. He should be called Wholesome <laughs> Eddie for fighting he's- off the <laughs> fighting off the ninjas. <laughs> Oh yeah.
1: awesome, Eddie.
4: Yeah, he's he's a he's a baby face.
3: He's called Dirty Eddie.
1: Uh oh, I just but, want to say that I have definitely played whatever platformer this, this was a part of. It's a bit, du- Dirty Eddie versus the ninjas. It's a bit Duke Nukem, isn't it? A little bit. <laughs> non ironic Duke Nukem. it's all we love yeah. to see. I can't believe it aired on Sky Sports.
4: Oh, God, no. we, when you type in Dirty Eddie WBF, you don't get anything about Dirty Eddie from the WBF, but you get Dirty Eddie, which is the uh, the Urban Dictionary definitions. Are we interested? No. <laughs> Absolutely. A Dirty Eddie, everybody, is the act of having sex in a rundown movie theatre. Hey, <laughs> did you hear? Zach and Leah got caught doing the Dirty Eddie during Toy Story 3. <laughs> Of all the films to pick there. <laughs> of all Toy the stories. <laughs> um but I can't find if if anyone who's watching knows the whereabouts of Dirty Eddie from the WBF, please let us know in the mailbag or something like that because I'm very intrigued to know if he's still fighting off the ninjas here in twenty twenty two. But there we go, Dirty Eddie.
2: What? A, well those what three pigs. Yeah.
1: What wow, pick. what a what a WrestleMania lineup it is this week. <laughs> the concept of Thursday. Ted Hankey, who's in charge here. Uh, Dirty Eddie. Maybe that third answer uh, finishes the second question. There, oh,
4: huge breaking news! Is the podcast? Oh God, it's not Friday yet? Why on? Two K twenty two arrives on March the eleventh. Okay, what year? Okay, <laughs> it's fifty days until launch, and we have Tim the Tatman in the promotional video. Who is a man? I assume called Tim with a lot of tattoos. I um, I it
3: think I'm aware. Of, as well.
4: I think I'm aware of Tim the Tatman because
3: when you remember when four guys was all the rage. Yes. He, his twitch blew up because he was a grown man who was terrible at this child's game and couldn't win a game. And it went on for so like so many weeks and maybe months even that his audience grew and grew and grew because he'd get really angry. But he'd get, he'd get angry, but he was raking it in probably. So I imagine he wasn't actually annoyed that he couldn't win a game of Fall Guys. He worked oh everybody, God. fair play to him.
4: They've included ah. like in-game footage here of Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley. And Bianca Belair is just dead behind the eyes. It doesn't look very good at all. <laughs> But who knows, who knows what might happen. Yeah. Obviously, too, I hope it's good this year. I think we're all hoping on. it's good this year, don't we? After the last time. I don't really
3: play it, but I'm always interested to see what the career mode story is and how
4: humiliating it is. It's a crazy yeah. advert. There's Ray Mysterio on a ladder. Big E and Bobby Lashley oh, drinking the, get mo-cap? Off the top shelf. <laughs> <laughs> do you
2: think
3: do you, do you think this time they included the instructions please do include screenshots of Triple
4: H in a defensive or vulnerable position? Is that? No, they're like, who's Triple H? <laughs> uh, yeah. Was that that Machine Gun Kelly fella? I don't know. Oh, my God, he's engaged to Megan Fox. Does he Does he play the drums? Um,
3: He played a drummer in he the... Summit. He played. Summit. He played Tommy Lee in the
1: Motley Crue film, so he might be He might be on he? the drum. I don't know. Yeah, well, he did, yeah.
4: There's a, there's a new My GM mode, according to the advert. I don't know what
1: we're getting now. It's a new GM mode, all right. That's it. That's
4: all that we've plugged. Okay. Awesome. Just some... some What's the word I'm looking for? Whimsical goings on in this advert. Whimsical. Hey Matthew, get three three playable versions of the Undertaker if you pre-order. Oh,
3: Christ. Hey Matthew, you know who played? Um, who else was in that? Um, and I keep saying Nine Inch Nails. Um, the Motley Crew, um, very different bands in the yeah. Motley Crew film. Is it Mick Mars, the guitarist? Is that the name yeah. of the guitarist? Yeah, I think so. You know, did you watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. You know the one. The evil one, oh God, the that one who was one. the one who tied up Lily Allen's brother and was like, "Oh, right there." I'm oh evil. yeah, yeah, he yeah. Plays yeah. Good Ma- impression. I don't know what he sounds like. Um, he plays Mick Mars in that film as well. Anyway, just thought, does he? What, yeah. What film is this you're talking about? The Motley Crue. The film? The Dirt, I think it's called, or the Filth. The dirt. Oh, they
1: did a film of the Dirt. Oh, another yeah. Um, the The book they did is legendary, but I didn't realize they did a film of it. Oh, yeah, okay. Machine
3: Machine Gun Kelly plays Tommy Lee. And also wrapped John Cena to the ring before anybody in England knew who he was. And now he's like the biggest person in the world.
1: Yeah, now I know who he is, right?
3: Yeah.
4: So. I remember when Kevin Owens bombed him off the stage. Was that the same fella or is that someone else? That's the one. Yeah, that's, that's the him. one. Yeah. And he drinks blood now. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Like John Moxley,
3: but in a less wholesome way. What? We'll get Moxie said anyway. It from... <laughs> those are your
1: picks for the Hall of Fame. If you remember what they were, good for you. Uh, you can go to Patreon.com/slash called the and place your votes. Hope you have fun with that because we sure have had a lot of fun talking about them.
4: This says this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ah,
1: this week in SmackDown,
3: in wrestling. As well, in all of wrestling. <laughs> this week in SmackDown. Before you begin, I just <laughs> want to...
1: Yeah, you know what, I interrupt this. I'll do that again.
3: <laughs> no, 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 before... before... I messed <laughs> up anything yet. I no, do no. Do some...
1: Anyway, go on, Be-
3: before, um, before we start, I just want to say to everybody listening, now, I'm sorry for how long this one is. I took the notes for it. And in my experience, I think this has been the most complex in terms of little bitty segments here and there out of any standard this week in wrestling week, by which I mean... A week where there's been no pay per views or like extra shows or whatever. So, yeah,
1: it's gonna be sit tight. It's like a disclaimer warning the following yeah. content is not suitable for people with ADHD. The following content right. is tedious and annoying. <laughs> this week in wrestling, <laughs> SmackDown. Uh, the Usos opened the show looking for new tag team contenders after beating the new day. Apparently, Xavier Woods is out injured for real.
3: Yeah, they, 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 I mentioned that later on.
1: Yeah, it's good. Well, it I, was I, I didn't mention thing. it later on. It got mentioned. Yeah, yeah later Jack, on. Jack showed up and got breaking hey, oh, yeah. news. Um, they bring out teams for a fatal four-way match. This is the SmackDown Tag Division. The Viking Raiders. Okay. <laughs> Los Lotharios uh, Lotharios? Lotharios. Yeah, Lotharios, yeah. Lotharios. 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 The Sexy gets. Uh, versus Jinder Mahal and Shanky and yeah. Cesaro Manso.
4: You know what they should <laughs> stop doing? You know what they should stop doing, lads? Releasing people. Because then they might be able to fill their quotas. Bang! Eh? <laughs> Take that one. Nick Khan and Vince McMahon. Um, pair, of, pair of dicks.
3: Was there a pay-per-view recently where, I can't remember if it was... Was there a pay-per-view recently where every match nearly was a singles match? Or was it that every match nearly was a multi-man match? And maybe it was that one. Maybe it was the other way around. Sorry. Mm,
4: I don't know. I've got no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm going was to just, uh, politely ignore you, Jack. So I don't know It what you're might have about.
3: been. It might have been one of the nights of the most recent WrestleMania that like there was almost no singles matches. I don't know. I can't remember now. It's it's proven the opposite of my point, so never mind.
1: Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. The Vikings win. So the Usos taught them from the announce table, saying the Vikings never raided Samoa. That's a mini series waiting to happen, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's good that we've moved on to more tag teams, and hopefully, some more tag teams get emphasised. Uh, it's a shame that the Viking Raiders win comes the week after they lost to Mad Cat Moss and oh, uh, Happy Corbin. I forgot about that.
4: Well, good for you. That's what they're wanting. Why weren't yeah. they in this tag team thing involving the tag team roster of SmackDown? Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss, a bona fide tag team. They're overpowered. <laughs> <laughs> Their match was fine, I thought. I'm, I'm very, I'm very, I'm, I don't know if it was just me, but I found myself elated. And that's not me going too far here. I was elated that the not tag team didn't win. I was elated that an yeah. actual tag team won a match on SmackDown.
3: Yeah, that was a good thing, at least. Cesaro and his and his little buddy, Mansoor. <laughs> He's got wonderful hair, though. What was the thing oh. you
4: said in the introduction for him? He's like, oh, they've got wonderful hair. Head and shoulders. Just for men, you're worth it. I don't know.
3: Something like that. They didn't say it in that voice, but I, if...
1: <laughs> imagine if they did. What, no, <laughs> Hello, Jack, we... what, would, what would Pat <laughs> McAfee talk about hair sound like? Oh, No. No, I don't want oh, to. Oh, you don't I'm, do impressions on command then? Sorry, i have so too got, much wait, Conrad. Hey, Matthew,
4: I've got one. because Go on, Ross. This was a direct quote from Pat during this matchup. Viking booty for dinner.
3: <laughs> Viking booty for dinner.
4: Just after Ivar is thrown into a man in the corner. Um, yeah, Viking booty for dinner.
3: That's up there with, I'm sorry, <laughs> Mr. Bastard, but your sight may uh, never <laughs> return. <laughs>
1: After they finished eating the booty, uh, Naomi turns up to argue with Sonia Deville some more. Sonia reminds Naomi that she can't lay hands on her because as long as she's wearing her jacket, she's the boss. Later, Sonia and Pierce are sweating in their office because the thermostat is broken. So Sonia takes her jacket off. Uh-oh. Here comes Naomi looking for a fight. This is like a really bad point-and-click solution. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> They've got their jacket on. I can't get past. Click thermostat adjust. Yeah, boy, it sure is hot in here. Aha.
3: You've got but to go lads, to a. Pre- you've got to go to a previous level to get a spanner to break
4: yeah. The, the. Yeah. We found out why Sonya hates Naomi, though. She said it. She said it. We finally yeah. got the answer. Did she? You, re- yeah. you don't know. You didn't hear it. <laughs> oh no, my god! I'm glad you sat down else this episode. I'm apart glad from this you squad, sat Ross, down, Jack. <laughs> Naomi is hated by Sonya Deville. Sonya hates Naomi because, and I quote, Naomi comes waltzing into her office with main character vibes, even though she is just an extra.
0: That's That's the reason.
3: It's not an answer. (laughs) That's
4: the reason. She's mid. We finally got there.
3: (laughs) She's a former SmackDown Women's Champion. Two time, I believe. Mid. How dare she? She's
1: not mid. She's not mid. Uh, Pierce calms things down and grabs Naomi a rematch next week against Charlotte Flair. Was that the That's reward or the punishment?
3: Want. And it's not what we want either.
1: <sighs> yeah. Anyway. What an amazing segment. Yes, More of that good. to come. Sammy Zane cuts a promo saying he's way better than Johnny Knoxville and could do anything he can. So he welcomes us to insane his new stunt show. Sammy is wheeled out in a shopping trolley and wants to jump the ring. But chicken's out. He gets back on the mic and says he's still a thousand times tougher than Johnny Knoxville but is interrupted by Boogs and Nakamura. More Boogs Nakamura. Yeah. Uh, They beat him up, and Boogs throws him onto the crash pads on the outside. Wow. (laughs) Wait. Right. So wrestling's about the illusion. In theory,
3: although they do get hurt a lot, obviously, but it's about the illusion of making things seem like they hurt, right, more than they do. Why did he throw him onto some crash mats? Because it was a joke,
4: Jack, right? It was (laughs) a multi-layered joke. Yeah. I explained it to him, Ross. Sammy was aiming for that X in the shopping cart, but he got, he got to the X via yeah. Rick Books doing
1: that. Yeah. yeah. And then after this the one... segment, Bron Breaker came out and kicked the
4: X. <laughs> <laughs> this segment went on too long, much like <clears throat> this podcast does. And not even Sammy Zane could save it. Um, but I was just thinking, if Johnny Knoxville was the real babyface he claims to be, he would have come out there and done the stunt where Sammy didn't. So... As far as I'm concerned, Johnny Knoxville is a heel.
1: Yeah, yeah, yep. I agree. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> this was whatever, but Sami Zayn really has found his niche. The last few months, as just being a silly old fanny. <laughs> yeah,
3: he's he's very good at it. He's very good at yeah. At least trying to make the best of what he's given. I exactly. wish
4: he, I wish they'd give him good stuff. Imagine how good that would be. Oh, he's sick. getting a match with Logan Paul before he retires. That's what I <laughs> That, that, is, his, that is his retirement match. Logan's going to pin him kiss
1: on the, the way out. Gives the kick midway in a boxing match. Logan, for her... Logan sets
3: him up for the haloova kick and says, I'm sorry.
1: I love you. Bye. <laughs> 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 Boo. He goes, who's in charge here? Me or the devil? Oh, uh, no. is excited for a singles debut against Natalia, who he tells her that there's no shame in losing to a Guinness World Record holder. Alia is surprised there's still a thing. Which is brought up several times by not just her, but the announcers. Pat McAfee. Um, especially when it's weird because they have a special WWE bit in the Guinness World Records. So not only are they working with yeah. them, they know how outdated they are.
3: And I and I didn't understand what she meant because the very point of the Guinness World Records is that it's always going to sneeze. Oh, bless you. Sorry, Pat. Bless you, Matthew. I went off camera. Um, you would see it. Yeah. the The... Surely the point of the Guinness World Records is that some of them are insane. Well, not the central point, but like it lasts a long time. It's in history. I didn't understand Alia's point of view here, I've got to say. Yeah.
4: I can fully understand where she's coming from because the generations below ours are robbed of fantastic television of record breakers it's not on the air anymore yeah. is it which mm-hmm. means natalia i know you watch this podcast it's time for you to bring the spirit of linford christie back alive in 2022 you need yeah. the theme from record breakers if you want to be the rest uh, beat the best what was it oh my um, god if you want to be the best if you want to be the best if you want to beat the rest dedications. what you need that's what you need yeah. natalia your theme to be I had the big break theme in my head for some reason when I tried to
1: yeah, <laughs> record. So pull up a real good fight. Uh, 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 uh. I'm gonna be record breaking time. Alia did say that all she wants is to just
4: not vomit. Was
1: that the this TV. thing she's
4: done? Cause that, that was a record She did, her
1: debut six woman tag. Like, yay, yeah, she would, she would. It was like Sasha Bags. I was like, yeah, only my I can't believe this. none of you guys yeah. saw it. You're better rep watch a wrestler than me. She, didn't, hey didn't, let's didn't look at that thing at over
3: there wow
1: no. and now she's bringing it up they never really focused on it but now she brings up yeah I vomited that one time anyway uh, Guinness World Records
4: <clears throat> yeah
1: yeah uh, and Talia attacks Alia before the bell beats her down but Alia still wants to compete she rolls up Natalia immediately and wins and it's announced she set a new record for fastest victory in WWE
4: 3.7 seconds was it something like that, or 3.1 I can't remember what it was
1: I don't know. I mean, 3, I remember they Dudley being regal in three seconds as well.
3: Is this the quickest win?
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, then we'll give it to her there. Yeah. She should have vomited after three seconds.
4: <laughs> she's not she's
1: making <laughs> her like Stan
4: from South Park. Whenever he's he like, <laughs> Wendy. When did this happen, Matthew? Because I need to go back. The and debut check
1: match. Them. Yeah. The
4: debut match, right? The yeah. six and woman tag. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: And she's on the t- on the camera spewing.
1: Yeah, on camera. Like, does what? She go, like, does, like, does she yay! Great. Bleh. And then the, the others are like, hey, great victory. He's like, oh, all yeah. like, oh, right. And it immediately cuts away to Sami Zayn backstage. Does yeah, she have
4: to do a, a war geordie pack and like scoot under the ring and start spewing No, no, no. Up?
1: Right there on the on the ring. Yeah, in the ring, on the TV. Spot.
4: Oh. But... Uh, I never saw this. I missed this as well.
1: Yeah. I love it. I love that I saw it. So people think I'm just winding people up. Oh, Matthew, you tricked. No, who's on TV? <laughs> <laughs> Millions. But, sorry, hundreds of thousands of people saw it. All That's of them Matthew, podcasts are podcasts of
4: I saw that on. Okay, I'm going back. I mentioned Twitter about twenty times this podcast already, but on Twitter I saw Alvarez was like, uh, "Rampage did half a million or something," and then SmackDown did two point something million. Said, "Take that, AEW!" Ha ha
3: ha. Alvarez wouldn't say that.
4: No, yeah, he's on the he's on the base. Oh, that was my accoutrement. Uh, that an accoutrement, accoutrement. Accoutrement. It's
1: from France. Lita is interviewed in the ring and says she wants to win the Royal Rumble and main event WrestleMania. Uh, they make a big deal of it. Uh, Jackson put you know, that Michael Cole said for the first time in 20 years, Lita's on SmackDown. Yeah. She was at the debut oh. on Fox in 2019. Oh, was she? Oh. Yes. <laughs> Lion Gets. Um, Charlotte Flair interrupts and says she'll end Lita's dreams and send her back to retirement, just like she did to Trish Stratus. Lita asks how Charlotte's going to eliminate anybody with that giant head. Surely <laughs> she'll just fall over. She's been watching her best of Chris Jericho. And- I was going to say,
4: Chris Jericho is on the creative team now, isn't he? <laughs> there you
1: go. Fans chant giant head at her. The peg at the scuffle <laughs> and Lita hits the twist of fate. Um, and a lot of people got really wound up about how Charlotte sold this. I thought it was fine. What did you think,
3: John? Oh, yeah. So um, it may have been Cultaholic's own Lewis. I, was, I I can't remember. Someone said it was like a what did he call it? A something bump, like a not a lazy bump, but that was the insinuation, like a cowardly bump. But I'm not sure. I don't, I no, don't she know. No, she just
1: did. spiked herself like Rob Van Dam. I don't understand the criticism of it. Um, it was it's just like a bit
4: just because it's Charlotte Flair and it, people like to gang up on her. Yep, yeah, I think
1: that
3: maybe as well the height difference. Like she's quite a bit taller than Leah, so she might have had to like it might have been a bit awkward. I don't know. I didn't well, see anything majorly wrong
4: with it. Maybe it was Lita who didn't put enough talk on her twist of fate, huh? Has anyone ever considered that? Hmm? Huh? When she when she
3: snapped her head, <laughs> yeah. And
4: normally, normally,
3: like yeah. Um, Lita gave her a shoot twist. Of fate. <laughs> did we talk much last week about? I don't think we did about Charlotte entering the Rumble as champion, but like Becky's not doing that, and. Um, Whoever the NXT women's Uh, Mandy Rose isn't doing that. Oh, good save! I'm I'm fully
4: convinced that either after this segment, either Lita's winning and going to face Charlotte, or Charlotte's winning and picking Lita. I'm fully convinced of it now. They're definitely their odds have definitely shortened as a result of this segment. I think Charlotte winning's more likely, obviously, because you know I've
3: I've seen Bailey's name banded about a bit, which I'd like to see.
4: Ask her as well. That was a news video we did. Where is where is she? She's been cleared to return. And I hope they just save it for the Rumble and give us a surprise, because that would be nice. It kind of makes the Rumble worth watching the surprises. It's not the only thing. But, uh, yeah, it's annoying that they've given all the the women's competitors away already. Imagine
3: if if Mickey did
1: it. Imagine. Cody Rhodes.
4: Cody Rhodes will win the (laughs) women's Rumble. (laughs) He's in the
2: women's (laughs) part.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, uh, Asuka beating uh, Charlotte at the Rumble and then won the WrestleMania rematch... Uh, going back to all those WrestleManias when she ended the streak yeah I'd be up for that
4: yeah, I think so, yeah. I'd be game for, for I'd it. be game for Lita as well I mean it... no. Wait, no, I, no no guest appearance guest appearance
1: then out no Ooh. oh Whoa. no we like we like the the memory of Lita I don't want to see these people get in the ring and be like oh I hope they're not going to be crap I Trish, thought it weird. Trish wasn't there's a big but yeah Trish was in good Trish, still. And Lita, in Trish was good
3: it's weird that Trish started off worse than Lita but now she's actually really good yeah um I found it weird that Lita's like, not when she was a heel with Edge, but for most of her career, Lita's like been a force for good. She's been, it, accept whoever they are, For I'm a punk rock chick in this world of like models and stuff, yeah. and I don't care. I'm going to be myself. You've got a giant head, though, mate. Look at your giant head. I don't think it fit her very well. Look at you, you
1: darts player. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she would have got them. Uh, also, Lita said, I didn't get a chance to compete in the Royal Rumble when I was an active competitor. So I hope to do so for the first time. She was in the 2018 Rumble.
4: Yeah. Nah, she meant when she was a full time wrestler. She buggered up her words there a bit. Yeah. And also, also, Boo. she didn't mean Charlotte's literally got a giant head. She meant that Charlotte's got a massive <laughs> ego. That's where it was she oh, was Oh yeah,
2: from. of course.
3: <laughs> I've taken that. I've done a melter. I've done an absolute day. Wait, of are mal- you?
4: Are you all right?
3: Oh, <laughs> um, it's been a busy week. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I didn't even realise uh, what you were saying
3: then until <laughs> I should At this point, he'd be like, if, "I should be like, well, she doesn't even have a giant. It's not even that big. Maybe, maybe, maybe slightly bigger than average." The, uh, the but uh,
1: comment didn't make any um, uh, uh, sense. Um... Well, there were. Oh, sorry, my lunch is ready.
3: Anyway, well, there, were, there weren't a million people there, Brian. Not exactly.
1: <laughs> God sake. Oh, I'm so devastated at that. <laughs> oh. Sheamus wants revenge for Ridge Holland's broken nose. He takes on Ricochet and wins in an entertaining match. Because yeah,
4: Sheamus continues to be good. Yeah. I really, really like the finish for this matchup. Where Sheamus was like, "You can take your flips and all that bollocks. I'll just slap you in the face, you little bitch." That was great. A nice little TV match there. We had that last. Best uh, of the Super Juniors. Year <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need. Take your five star classics and your flips and whatnot. Shove them. All I want's big men slapping all kinds of meat. Yeah. It always reigns supreme. Yeah, chicken supreme. Like
1: Dirty oh. Eddie. Uh, <laughs> Kofi Kingston reads a proclamation from King Woods. The King has fallen victim to a calf injury and will miss the Royal Rumble, but Kofi will compete instead. Then Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss interrupt. Announced that Corbyn will also be in the Rumble. This makes them as happy as when they injured Drew McIntyre. Kofi Mocking laughs before taking the fight to Moss. They have a match. Kofi loses. Mm-hmm. Oh no!
3: Oh, don't they also call? The, sorry, they call them the Poo
1: Day as well. The poo I think. Day. Yeah. It's oh, good. why didn't you put that down? Yeah, it's good. Your nose is full of poo. The Apprentice. Are you watching that yet? No. No. Ah, uh, it's my one. I think you're the you think only person the...
3: who still watches it.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Have to. I don't want it to be cancelled. Uh, uh-huh. People made speed up to watch it every time it's on because, like, I'm not like being holier than now. I'm like, oh, you watch that TV? Uh, yeah, but I'll watch this rubbish TV and I'll love it. But they had back to back weeks where the product that they had to make somehow, some way, one was for <laughs> toothbrushes, one was for uh, a cruise. They end up using a very poo based color scheme, and the the toothbrush they made was supposed to be a wand, but it was just brown again. And uh, so. <laughs> Lord Chugger had to be like, are you not just scat obsessed or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, next, next week, less poo, all right? So, yeah, it was a poo day indeed for The Apprentice. I'll
4: tell you what, though, along the way somewhere, the punchline has become the second most protected finisher in all of professional wrestling.
3: Oh, is that Madcap Moss's move?
4: The punchline. Right. You've got the end of days at the top, no one's ever kicked out of that. And now the punchline is getting to that level. Because mm-hmm. that match was mostly just Kofi beating up Cat Moss. And all of a sudden, like two moves later, there's a punchline, and then that's it. Cat Moss has won. Incredible scenes on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, Moss looked great with braces on. The outfit. Okay. What, what's the. What's the. Ah, what's it about now? Come on now. <laughs> braces with shorts. I'm no fashionista, but that's not right.
1: When you look like that, anything looks good. <laughs> just saying. Wow. wow, that was such an amazing uh, thing. We'll move on. Whoa, I, I thought you were se-
3: finished I Thought you were finished the segment, Matthew. I thought, you se- I thought it on. was a segue,
4: Matthew. Yeah. When you look All that right. great, the sub-the-nade <laughs> looks great. Move on. Well, it's great. We Roman Reigns
1: and Seth Rollins have a showdown, to yeah. close the closer show. Seth wants to do the old shield fist bump, but Roman says that's beneath him now. Ooh. Seth brings up their record of matches together, which he firmly has the upper hand in. Roman says Seth is li- uh, living in the past because Reigns is in God mode now. But Seth asks if he really achieved that all by himself. Seth says that he was climbing the ladder. Roman was on the bench in the Canadian Football League, CFL <sighs> represent. Roman says Seth lacks the star power to be on his level. And if he was up to Roman, he wouldn't have even picked Seth from his own household. He'd have picked his wife.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <evades stop>. <laughs>
1: sorry. And escapes to the ramp to end the show. The show. Mm.
3: And Seth went. I'm in. I'm in your head. <laughs>
1: yeah, Seth did go. Ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. A lot throughout this week, and they even announced him. whether well, to do the graphics up next? Reigns and Seth, freaking Rollins.
3: That's his full name. His
1: official middle name now.
3: <sighs> uh, but I loved Seth in this. I've, I've always been a bit biased in his favor because um, I just I, I was a big fan boy of his during his initial heel run, and I'm just like he, he's. I just I think it's because it's him versus Roman's like sparking something in my brain from like five years ago, but I just thought he was really good. I want him to win. He's not going to, or is he? Because if the rumors are true and they're trying to get to Reigns versus Lesnar still at WrestleMania, one of them's got to lose their belt surely to to face the other one. And could Seth do it? I don't. I don't think he could, but he, he might.
4: I mean, more, there's more chance of Lesnar just because Lesnar's a baby face now. Maybe Roman getting involved in the Bobby match and doing something there, and we'll all rally behind that young up and comer Brock Lesnar, that, that snapper. True. fighting for all of our rights and whatnot. I, I quite like. I saw this segment getting a bit of bit of a bit, bit of a stick online, but I quite really? like it. Yeah, I I thought they both had some fire lines like a God mode nowadays, son. Not with quite that much panache on the delivery, but there you go run. <laughs> um, and Rollins, uh, Rollins says he does because he's, you know, he's the modern day cerebral assassin. He's the what's he? What was his nickname in the Shield? I've forgotten already. The architect. The architect. Yep. The architect of the Shield. Well, everything that you said was a good point. I yeah. I enjoyed it for what it was.
1: So was far great. above. Everybody on the card now, all I look at Rollins now, is just think this is just the dude that he wrestles on the Rumble <laughs> who isn't going to win. He's the hardcore holly to the overall oh! Lesnar.
3: Right. I'm telling yeah, you now. I'm going to get and, you,
2: Reigns. Yeah. You can,
3: you can, you can <laughs> tell him for me, I would love it if Rollins beats him. I right. would love it. He's going to go to the Rumble, he's going to get something. Because uh, the history, and to prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: that's fair enough, me. I think they've made that much of the history that Reigns is going to win. Oh, because, absolutely. yeah. Just the Rollins no. can't say that anymore. I
1: know. You're, you're playing right in their hands, chaps. Uh, by the Shall way, I'm this all... week, Roman Reigns breaks Brock, Les- uh, Brock Lesnar's record to become the longest reigning WWE Universal Champion in history. Ah. So on Sunday, it is uh, 54... So, Jesus. 504th day, passing Lesnar's previous record of 503 days from WrestleMania 33 to SummerSlam 2018. It's actually it's more also, impressive because Lesnar was away for a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, the longest world title reign alone. for decades. No champion having passed 504 days since Hogan's first WF Championship reign between 84 to 85. Wow. Well, and it yeah. barely feels like he's he's just getting started with it. Again, I think go. this
4: is something we put on the social media this week was like, oh, you getting bored of Reigns' reign of Universal Champion. No. I was like, nah. Let the guy hold it until someone like Brom Breaker's ready to take it off him. Yeah, That's what I want to see. A new person. Gunter. <laughs> A new whipper snapper. <laughs> And Just imagine that, man. And new <laughs> WWE Universal Champion, Gunter. Gunter, no surname. <sighs> okay.
2: How Great could they choice.
4: say that to make it not sound so... What's the word we're looking for here? It's not like a world champion's name, is it? I know you don't have a world. You know what I mean? It's a bit too harsh. Gunther I think. I think if he was originally called Gunter
3: and they'd rebranded him to Walter, we'd all be saying the same thing. It, without the without the whole surname controversy and stuff. Maybe I think Walt, Walter's more. Walter was Dennis the Menace's little soft rival.
4: But it's Walter, <laughs> though. It's a big difference.
3: Walter reminds me of the villain from the mask comic. I was
1: about to say yeah that's how I associate the name Walter with yeah like the, he looks like him yeah the the, the yeah. one dude that the mask spouse didn't work on because he was just a tank yeah, yeah. they never said why It's just like well it's Walder. Mm. Anyway, AW Rampage Alan Cole takes on Trent Beretta they go back and forth but both sets of allies get into a brawl outside allowing Cole to hit a low blow and get the win
4: he's Beretta again yeah uh, I think I think Sue needs to have words with him. Go on. He's had a sustained attack put on his neck by Adam Cole, Bebe, and he goes for an avalanche brain buster. The tactics there are all off, Sue. Sue.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that what they'll say once he beats Gunther? <laughs> uh, yeah, my takeaway from this was I don't like Trent's hair like this. What? Oh. I think it's a
4: big improvement, me. No, I don't like. It, I don't like the Mike Bennett. Eric it takes with the mystery, Matthew. It takes with the mystery. Like, is he hiding a receding hairline or not? Who knows?
3: I think he's, he's gorgeous. Alex. However, he looks gorgeous, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's still gorgeous, just not as gorgeous as he used to be. He is gorgeous. Come on, just mm. <laughs> get really defensive.
4: about okay. Yes, he is. This
1: is the debate people want to hear.
4: Here, man, yeah. he's pure sex on legs, and I'm not here anything else about it. And I here. agree
3: with it. I agree with a lot of his opinions on his um, interviews with Chuck Tate on his. Uh, His His opinion's on
1: Chuck Taylor. What does he say?
3: No, it's just a lot of the things he says. Chuck always goes, Trent, you're so weird. Like, you're such a weird guy. But it's weird stuff that I agree with. And I'm like, no, Uh, Trent's in the right there. Like what? Give us one. Like, Chuck Chuck tries to give him a bit of a hug at one point and Trent sort of shrinks away from him. And Chuck's like, hates being touched. And Trent's like, yeah, I do hate being touched. And I was like, I understand. I understand that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Also, Thursdays are great.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: (laughs) Come, Come Thursday.
1: Oh, oh! Should we skip to that as well? Bless no. your little cotton socks. Oh shit! Sure, it was Ross. Some people in this. Some people oh, in this. Look bowl, at him assuming it was could me. Could be anybody. Uh, may or may not have fallen for what looked like a
4: suspicious-looking
3: no, no. account. No, hang on, hang on.
4: Hey, that he did well. Whoever the fake Come Tuesday is, to make his account look so similar to the real Come Tuesday that when Jack asked. Is this the real Come Tuesday? I immediately went, "Yes, it is." I oh, know, man. I'm, 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 I'm like, <laughs> "Wow!"
3: Because, because one, I remember Ross once to demonstrate how new a lot of these NXT 2.0 superstars were, finding out how many Twitter followers Von Wagner had, and it wasn't that many, but at the time. But also, a lot of people tagged us in it, like to the point where I <laughs> thought this has got to be real. Then, because why would
4: everyone be? You know, I don't think people, we were the people Ross wanted to me. be real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. of course we did. I, t- I got so excited I made a bloody picture. With art gallery. <laughs> with it tweeted it. So I was just like, oh. oh. This was like the coming of age of Come Tuesday. But no, it was some fake ass. Fake ass.
3: <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't the real
1: one. I'm scared. I hate that fake come. Sean Spears <laughs> wins a squash match against Andrew Everett. That's a the that- popular PWG and uh, Deadlock Pro. He used favorite. to be Cameron Grimes's boy. He did. Former Impact were Tag uh, partners partners, Champion, they? yeah. They were like the on young
3: the mic. just two like Carolina boys. Oh, with oh, yes, hair. Yeah. Oh, I
1: yeah. yes. Yeah. He gets on the mic and asks if CM Punk is ready to face the best in the world. It
4: turns oh, out, yes, CM Punk yeah, yeah, was yeah. ready. I was, yeah, was I was right. shocked that this match went like this. I always thought that these matches were like supposed to be a little showcase for someone who could maybe potentially somewhere down the line join the roster, but to lose to Sean Spears. Now, not against Sean Spears as a performer, but in the realms of kayfabe and and wrestling law and whatnot, Sean Spears is bottom tier, and to lose to him like that in quick like quick fashion like that, there's no coming back for that. Shawn Spears he needs, he needs to change his name, get new gear, <sighs> everything. It's over, Andrew. It's
3: over. Sean Spears needs to. I mean, he's no Sean Spears has been he's been focused for this one because he's got a big match coming up, so he's been training extra hard. I think he's. I think it it didn't quite make sense. No, this is a man who got. Spanked on the bottom by Dustin Rhodes.
4: While wearing his Tully Blanchard briefs.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, when he's not doing that, I think Sean Spears is growing on me. The less he does. The less he cares. The less he cares, yeah. A yeah. really quick match. Fantastic. If he's winning or losing.
3: It started for me when um, Wardlow or MJF or someone was like posing in the middle of the ring or like cutting a promo and he's just off to the side eating a protein bar. Just sat in his chair. I thought, yeah,
1: I like him. Yeah, less is more. Sean Spears. The acclaimed dropped a music video for their hot new song, Goth Phase. <laughs> I takes like aim at singing Darby Allen. And going through, going their through
4: goth a Goth phase. phase. Two grown men and they're going through their Goth Phase. It was good.
2: Yeah. yeah. Fair
4: play. <laughs> yeah. Good job. No, I agree uh, with what you said. We need Jack what on the podcast now to teach us some stuff about trap beats <laughs> and other things like that.
3: Oh, this was very much your old school hip hop. Hippity hop. This wasn't a trap beat. I don't think this was a trap beat. do not a don't know tech though, nine, no. Um, I, love, I loved um, Bowers as Sting. Uh, Bowens, not Bowers. Ah, I've <laughs> made the mistake <laughs> that you made.
1: I've done that before, but yeah, for people who don't know, Bowers is the guy who runs North Wrestling. Bowens, the guy in the acclaimed. They've both got first names that begin with A, right?
3: It's really hard. Um, and they look similar too. But I liked him as Sting. Was he Sting? No, he was Darby. I liked him as Darby in the video. That was funny. Yeah. Just very well done.
1: Yeah. It's a great gimmick, they claimed. Mm. Yeah. You know, Val Venus used to have sex with someone who was about to face his uh, related to or someone special to them. They claimed they'll just do a diss track on you or dress mm. up as you. It's a of a waste. Like they can feel with anybody.
4: They're like YouTubers, really, when you boil it down like that. Don't, <laughs> don't ruin it. Mm. <laughs>
1: Chris Statlander, Layla Hirsch, and Red Velvet team up, take on Nyla Rose, the bunny, and Penelope Ford. They Penelope. lose after a miscommunication between Statlander and Hirsch. They're just not getting along.
4: Now, we spoke Still. about, I think, the couple of, like, the the, the the street fight thingy with the bunny where she bled a lot. We spoke about that being like a, a thing that hadn't been built up much and then was just all of lots of things at once, like, not being, like, not worthy for what would seem. But you know what I mean? Like, it was too much for what the rivalry had been up to that point. This felt like much of that as well. Like, where's this entire thing come from between Leila Hirsch and Chris oh. Statlander?
3: Now, see, I thought you were going to say this is the opposite and that it's been right. alluded to too much because every week it feels like I write a segment in the notes where it's like Statlander and Hirsch argue backstage and we never we never dwell on it. I think you might have just ignored it totally, Ross, every time it happens. because Fair it, enough. Because it, it doesn't... <laughs> It's not an important part of the show. They just have an argument and then it moves on really fast. And I think we've all just been guilty of just not paying enough attention. So now we're like, oh, what's what's this about? But it's been
4: going on for a long time. I would like to apologize for all involved. I think I I
3: feel like a lot of people watching will be equally as surprised.
1: Yeah. Jay Ethel wants an FTW title match against Ricky Starks, but knows that Starks has to check with Taz first. The referee stopped him from brawling, even though he's right.
4: <laughs> <coughs> I've missed tongue. my move of the week, lads. I've missed my move oh. of the week. What,
2: what was submission? your move of the it week? It was the
4: submission spider crab thingy from Statland at a oh, oh yes! My God in heaven and in hell. If there's a God in hell, I don't know if there is. <laughs> is there? Who knows? But that move was amazing.
1: I really thought of it like that. Yeah, has, a God in has
4: a submission been the move of the week before? Maybe, I should yeah. probably keep a, a database of every move of the oh, week, so we can yeah. go back and have a, a jolly old trip down memory lane.
1: No, you got to give one of the cool people at the end of the year going. Here's all the database on the moves of the week. <laughs> yeah, statistically, fifty yeah, percent someone... of the time, Ross would forget to do it.
3: Oh God, there's someone <laughs> there's someone listening right now who's like, don't do it, do it because they're halfway through and yeah, yeah, let's leave that.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that then. uh Reynolds and Silver challenge Jurassic Wait, if Express. You're, sorry, the,
3: if you're listening and you haven't done that yet, and you feel compelled to, please don't feel like you have to because like you really don't.
1: I mean, if you want, you would. No, no, don't hassle. do, no, don't do. It. It's the illusion of choice. <laughs> <laughs> Reynolds and Silver challenge the Jurassic Express for the tag titles and even played them a kazoo song beforehand. Christian goes, "Ha ha, I did that." Um, Jurassic Express retain after a good solid main event. Disappointed in Christian, for no selling that. I've got to say, it's miserable, isn't he?
3: Yeah, <laughs> hey, the old the old Christian would have loved that. Yeah. That's exactly what he would have liked.
1: Hey guys, come on now!
3: That's one of my all time favorite. Up. One of my all time favorite segments from when I started watching wrestlings when they try and cheer up Triple H with the kazoo's. <laughs> I'll play your theme music. You think you know me? No, that's it. no. They do. <laughs> Doesn't he start going? That's not my, my theme. You go, it's, like, it's my time. It's my time.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, now Chris look Bill, what Christian's Chris become. Christopher Moore is here and he's really angry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now look what Christian's become. My sweetest friend.
1: <sighs> Everything. Anyway. No. That on a kazoo.
3: Why nine-inch why am I nine-inch the second nine-inch nails reference I've made yeah. there?
1: Because like that's oh, awesome. it was. cash.
3: It was a good, yeah, it was anyway. a good match. It, it was. Silver and Rolands can always be relied
4: upon to bring the goods. Yeah. There was a one one point of the match where I thought they were going to win it when they did their old combo thing with the German suplex at the end and then oh, there was a, a Kurt Angles kick-out from whoever did had those moves done to them that I've forgotten to write down. I know that
3: like it wouldn't have made much sense from a booking perspective because Jurassic Express have only just won the belts, but I would have loved it if Reynolds and Silver had won the tag belts. I think that would have been fantastic.
4: They will do soon. Not soon. Eventually. Soon.
3: Soon. Soon. You know, was, was, was soon. Zach Gibson.
1: Soon. Monday Night Raw. That's oh, soon. yes,
3: we're rattling through. We're doing this quicker than I thought. We are. Come
1: on. Becky Lynch opens the show and hypes her rumble. She says she admires Dewdrop making a name for herself. Oh, wait. She lets someone else make a name for her. Oh. She's interrupted by Dewdrop with a new theme or newish theme, I guess. It's been a while since I paid attention to Doudrop, Or yeah, She's got an entrance on it. Raw, right? Uh, she says she's going to beat Becky at the Rumble. Bianca, Belair, and Liv Morgan arrive because it's Monday Night Raw. We always start with these bloody segments so everyone has to go, whoa, 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 sweet child of mine. They both announce themselves for the Rumble match and then Becky and team up to face Liv and Belair. Becky has the match won but then Dewdrop breaks the fall, drags it to the corner, tags herself in, wins the match herself and then she attacks Becky afterwards.
4: Can they coexist?
2: <laughs> no. no. No, they can
4: um, I've, I've convinced myself that something else is going to happen and that is Dewdrop winning the title at the Rumble. Because, right, Becky's like Dewdrop's never going to be champion Well, what did Dury do before Christmas, lads? They trademarked Piper Niven Apparently, somewhere I remember reading it, therefore it's got to be true And not just a dream I had or something like that Wait, wait,
1: Ross, Ross, but what what side of the wall Was Piper Niver on?
4: (laughs) I've got no idea yeah, oh. uh, yeah, on the good side. I don't know. Uh, Wait, but... was that
3: was that a giant falling off the building reference when Hogan pushes him off? And he's like, "Did he fall? Which side of the building do he
1: fall?" Off? Oh, it was no, like Gunther.
4: But if reference. it made
1: you laugh, I'll say yes. Oh, Gunther. Oh. It's more. Yeah, Gunther. The the thing we talked about for like half Got an you. hour. Got you. Just so...
3: the, Yeti,
4: the Yeti's debut is always in my head for some <laughs> reason. <more. laughs> and so it should be. Ross, carry on. Piper's is going to win and then rename herself Pipe. No, doodrop's going to win. They rename. No. Halfway through the match, I don't know. I'm just speaking bollocks here, but yeah. Because
3: Dewdrop can never win the Shut title, up so bro, she, need, yeah. she needs. No, I don't get what you're saying. Because so she needs to be her own yeah. self. Yeah, right.
1: Doudjok to oh. win the world, Piper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you know uh, the uh, <laughs> Becky in the ring.
4: No, no, the <laughs> Piper Niven. Fans how would she? Like, what? <laughs> how would she do that? Would it have to be just a t-shirt that says Piper. <laughs> no, no,
3: she'd have to. <laughs> because oh no, I'm just thinking of when she had street fights and stuff, but she'd have to put on a pair of jeans. <laughs> she's doing yeah, I think you know I
1: think you know hang on <laughs> over her gear, it's like <laughs> yeah. over
3: two seconds
4: she's
1: like, oh no
4: Kaylee Ray <laughs> makes a shock appearance she just goes bonk on the head I think you remember her don't you <laughs> oh dear me right.
1: Kaylee Ray goes I think you know oh they didn't change my name yet alright well it's, it's <laughs> All right. yeah people were like haha the ter- the finish looked terrible I'm like no I thought the finish looked exactly what it was supposed to look like
4: she was in the middle of a frenzy. Uh, mm, yeah. She's losing her head and forgot what she was supposed to do. I thought it was fine. I think yeah. so as
1: well. I think, yeah. I she
4: don't like them. Obsessed with trying to better Becky that she's forgetting how wrestling works. Mm. I think it was fine. And
3: it looked mm. gnarly as out. I don't like the... Um, I didn't like the setup of the match. Like, why would they want
1: a team together? But the, the action was good, yes. Mm. Edge and Beth are backstage wishing, wishing Reggie good luck for his match against Omos. Damien Priest shows up and asks Edge for advice in the Rumble. Uh-huh. Beth receives word that Maurice wants to see her in the ring later, but Edge is suspicious. They leave, but Kevin Owens arrives and says he wants a good, clean match with Priest later. It's the Bruce EP special where a lot's happening, but nothing's happening. Keep well, that, you know, dam- saw-
4: that Damien side of you locked up. Keep it, keep it away. We saw two cool dudes like Edge and Damien Priest being really cool. Did y'all think they were really cool? Hey man, yeah, man. yeah. That, that's what hey, Damien hey, Priest hey. has done for the last year. P- uh, people much
1: cooler and higher up than him have gone. Hey, 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 Damien. You're
4: hey, looking, he goes, he goes to nightclubs. Nice. He goes to nightclubs and shags folk. He is cool. <laughs> that's I, what Damien I, Priest is.
1: Yeah, and Wow, I, I hear you're a top tier shagger. That's our tune. It was here's funny
4: my, when... my here's my crowd, son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a married
3: man now. <laughs> it was funny when um when he was in the hot tub that time after he won the the. Uh, North American title, was it? That was yeah. good. But since then, has he has he been as much of a top shagger? Or has he been... No. Has an he lost man? the
4: ability
1: to shag? Maybe.
4: Maybe oh, he has. Oh, my God. because <laughs> no, we want the
1: priest side of him but then can't take the Damien. Yeah. Hey, maybe yeah, yeah. that's
4: where that's come from, just the lack of intercourse.
1: Because he in furious rage. <laughs> <laughs> Owen's heads the ring because it's time for the Kevin Owen Show with a special guest. Seth Rollins Seth says that when he beats Roman he's going to stay on Raw as Universal Champion Owens announces oh, yeah. that he's not, be he's not beating him he's not beating him
4: yeah there we go oh, thanks, no, thanks for that
3: does that make it more likely because Lesnar he'll be on smack
4: smacky down he's a free mm-hmm. agent it's still Brocky Lesnar ah uh, he is yeah, yeah. true yeah. just like Cody Rhodes
2: oh <laughs> <laughs>
1: David Priest interrupts and insults both of them he has his match with Owens but Kev wins after faking a leg injury after five minutes <laughs> Yep.
4: I thought it was interesting that Priest said nobody believes Rollins can beat Reigns. Yeah. It's like I've not been watching wrestling over the past few years to see that every time Rollins faces Reigns, he beats him. Marvelous. I, I
1: believe. I don't. Was that <laughs> reference
4: from somewhere else apart from Trish Stratus? Marvelous. Oh, I don't know. You look marvelous, which is French for marvelous.
3: It's probably from something. Probably like a Bette Midler thing. I don't know. Marvelous. Edith Pia... One of them old diva
1: ladies. Beatrix yeah. Potter. Yeah, Beatrix Potter, <laughs> yeah. Jemima Puddle Duck said it. Yes. She
4: looked marvellous.
1: <laughs> it's time for Otis's graduation ceremony from Alpha Academy, now that the tag champs. Oh,
4: sorry, lads. I'm- oh, this God, was the right. first time Damien Priest has lost a match via pinfall or submission since he lost the carrying cross on New Year's Evil. Wow. Wow. But- He's only ever lost matches since then via DQ when a Damien comes out because he hasn't had sexual intercourse for a while.
3: And that's weird because that would indicate that like they're not as invested in pushing him anymore. But he was backstage asking Edge for advice, and that seems to indicate that they are still interested in pushing him. I don't know which. I don't know what's going on.
4: Yeah. Huh. yeah. Sorry, I thought it was an interesting thing to bring no, up. No, well done for paying f-
1: attention. F- I don't usually pay attention to that type of thing, but yeah, because Priest yeah. has just been uh, Bad Bunny's mate. So Oh no, he's angry. Maybe that's it. They found out the answer. Are you gonna get bad bunny for WrestleMania this year? No. Mm. Cool. <laughs> Guess who's losing? So Otis graduates. Uh, Chad has a lovely speech about how far Otis has come and gives him a diploma. But they're interrupted by a riddle. He was wearing a hat and gown. He wants a rematch, and Gable says, Do you even know what a rematch is? And that is like, Bro, is that when you relight your weed cigarette?
3: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he literally said it like that. <laughs>
2: yeah. and Gable your, says j- he'll get your jazz one. cigarette.
1: <laughs> but only if RK Bro can pass Alpha Academy's mental challenge next week. Orton blindsides Gable with an RKO while Riddle takes care of Otis. Mm-hmm. Can we just get to the point where, the bit where they always do these bits, where Riddle has asked something really complicated and knows the answer to it. And they all go,
3: whoa, oh, he's yeah, not this, dumb. That's it, isn't it? The stupid one's going to know
4: about like calculus or something. Yeah. I think so, we're on a nice edge here, lads, because Otis obviously looked very nervous and shifty when he mentioned the old intellectual challenge thing. Or maybe Otis is the one
3: who's going to be able to. Well, I
4: don't know. No, yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, no. But this this segment sure. was all about. I thought Chad was on fire during this segment, just mm-hmm. the things he was saying. Don't boot education, everybody. That's gross. Oh, he was so <laughs> good. Yeah, he Charles brought the shoosh back after a few years. <laughs> it's been a little while since he did that. This is from back in the times when he was giving Jason Jordan some personality, wasn't it? I really Good think God he's like, that. He's
3: he's great at doing the um, like the, the Kurt Angle, not afraid to be a
1: dork thing. Yeah, yeah. It's kind. It's can't. I'm and so he, hard in real life. I'll I'll look as silly as I want to. Doesn't he, matter.
4: He literally faded as well when Randy accepted. Like if you see him on the ramp going down. It's it's fantastic.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, highlight of Raw. Alpha Academy. Right now for me.
4: Go on, Chad.
3: They're gonna lose the belts back
1: to them. I'm worried. Nah. Okay. Well, yeah, they will. But, you know. Okay. Until then, it'll be gravy. Mm. Uh, Vincent Mann is backstage watching... Oh, God. Watching Austin Theory's recent <laughs> Oh, my God. This segment. Oh, my God. ...to Finn Balor. Theory points out that he beat Balor afterwards. Beat that's him like up. Half a victory. Vince disagrees and books a rematch tonight and says that if Theory loses, he'll break every bone in his body, it says here, Vince is 76, and send a photo
4: to Theory's mom. What on earth? <laughs> What was um, the quote that WWE's company said about the women in AEW? Uh, Was it self-mutilation? Yeah. (coughs) That happened this week. Yeah, but he couldn't hear what he was
1: saying, so it was all right. He's going to take... I'm not going to
4: bother doing that anymore. He's going to take an employee, render him down to nothing more than... Was it teeth and flesh or something like that? And then take a picture of his pile of whatever and say, Oh,
1: it was like something... Like the main villain of Conan the Barbarian story would say. Barbarian, I'll grind you into dust and I'll make soup from your innards. It was one of those little old speeches.
3: It was so weird. And the camera angles were weird as well.
1: (laughs) Because
3: it would cut back and forth, and Austin Theory would be like.
1: (gasps) Yeah, I see. Despite the fact that. Go on, sorry.
3: If Austin Theory. If Vince tried to murder Austin Theory, he could walk briskly away from him (laughs) and avoid that fate. He could just, like, (laughs) step to the side. I don't understand.
4: It's another fantastic segment which there was a thing in the news wasn't there a while ago that was saying like Austin Theory is the needle mover for the younger like viewers of Raw like when they comes on there's a spike in the ratings or something like that. There was a news article about it a while ago. Right. Like just watching Grandpa just like <laughs> treat him like the piece of poo on a bottom of his shoe that's, I don't understand anything about this at all unless we're building build to a crescendo where Austin Theory just twats him in the face because that's all I want to see after watching these things <laughs> We
3: know that Vince, despite really loving big, muscly, sweaty men, but like also has liked slightly smaller pretty boys like Shawn Michaels, right? But with Austin Theory, I think he's now reached the stage where he kind of envies that and he wishes he was young again. So he just thinks, I'm just going to ruin his push. I'm just going to drag him down with me. I think that's
1: what's going to yeah. happen. The twist is going to be, fantastic. I knew you could beat Bala. Hold my hand as I do the incantation. What's happening? <laughs> ew, 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 ew. Ah, <laughs> oh, fantastic! Yes,
2: <laughs> they've swapped. Elson body.
1: Theory, also, McMahon theories. Mm-hmm. They're going. What happens? Like, shut up, old man. No one can hear you. Understand? <laughs> you? Then
3: he wins every. He's, then, he'll, then he'll get booked to win everything if yeah. he's Vince there oh.
1: there he wins the match against Balor and beats him down afterwards before taking another selfie. I still can't envision a world where he wins the rumble. I don't know what people are talking nah, about. You must be out of your mind.
3: Balor okay. is done. That was Ballard's, another bit. Baller's push.
4: Over. That was another bit. What did you hit there? Look, you were saving something from falling over. No, I no, I did, I, did a big,
3: I did a big Matt Hardy, I did a yeah. chop. You know.
4: There was a thing in the news this week as well about Baller apparently fulfilling the Jeff Hardy role now. He's just there to put people over and make them look marvellous, which I think is weird. Because I, I know Balor's over 40, which makes me sick in my stomach every single time I think about it. How could he be over 40, for goodness sake? Um, but... The difference between him and Jeff Hardy is Jeff Hardy had his main like main world title run and Balor didn't get his. We haven't touched that. We haven't been there yet. So why end it before we've been there yet? That's yeah, what I want to know.
3: We got like a brief. Well, it was one night, wasn't it? He got injured one when night, he yeah. won the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it makes I,
4: I, no like, sense. Obviously, Vince doesn't watch NXT, Black and Gold, the old one. I, I would assume that anyway. But how could you watch that one, especially the, the second run I'm on about? Him as the heel and not have that happen on the main roster at least once, just to see what would happen. Yeah. I think it would work. And Balor's
3: one of those guys like he's got a bit of Jeff Hardy about him where no matter how badly he's booked, he'll still get a pop when he comes out and stuff. So mm. why not just give him just give him a go? Yeah. On...
1: Speaking of that, still no explanation as to why the top rope came undone during that
4: Reigns match. <laughs> that was bad, It was Seamus, man. Uh-huh. Match before he was doing that on top of it, wasn't he? That big slab of meat. Meat. <laughs> Rubbish. meat loosened the turnbuckle didn't he
1: we're all set for Rhea Ripley versus Nikki A.S.H but they're interrupted by Carmella and Queen Zelina who talk trash to both of them Nikki takes advantage of the distraction and rams Ripley into the ring steps the referee waves off right. the match
3: right just give us the match just give us that match just give us that match
4: I feel bad when things like this happen on Raw Smackdown or AEW or Rampage because people tune into this podcast to listen to us say things about the wrestling but I have literally nothing to say about this. I I was watching this and just had no thoughts. No my, th- no thoughts about anything. <laughs> my, my, my best guess is
3: that they're delaying that match so that it's on the Rumble show. But I have no idea. I don't
1: know. I'll, I'll say this. The slightly deluded uh, Nikki ASH thing, and uh, then going, it's okay. Rhea now needs almost a superhero to save her or whatever. That's... St- not it's Okay, it's not Shakespeare, but it's still way better than what you had been doing this past okay. nine months.
3: Matthew, liked this segment, everyone. he thought it was great. It's an improvement. <laughs> not saying it's
1: great. It's still better than what we've had. And I'll take that, step by step. Okay. Uh, Reggie takes on Omos. The 24-7 division arrive and try to get Dana Brooke, but Omos takes them out. Reggie leaps into Omos and destroys him and wins. Does anyone have any interesting thoughts about the 24-7 division? Just
3: reminded me of the tier lists me and Ross did before Christmas. All right. Um, Because Omos' theme, singles theme, I was like, yeah, I remember this. I think we gave it quite a high tier rating. So there we go. That's the only thing I've got.
4: I thought it was interesting that they had a cameraman in the ring when things were supposedly going to get wild with the match kicking off. Um, That was different. And um, I guess this is them. Because this is a match that surely people would want to see just to see what Reggie would do. Like cartwheeling over Omos's body and how far Omos could throw Reggie. This is something I want to see personally. So maybe we're we'll building it with happening somewhere down the line. Because it reminded me of Brock Lesnar. Ooh. When Brock Lesnar came back, it <laughs> Oh, oh. What, oh what, It was a main event that Brock Lesnar and Rollins had, and it was the, an event where Undertaker came back in like, oh, yeah, 2015. Yeah. Was it Battleground yeah. or something like that? I think or, like, so, yeah. like
0: no,
3: no Mercy. Yeah, Battleground rings a bell,
4: yeah. Yeah, and Rollins was apparently pissed off that Lesnar didn't want to do all these big things and whatnot, and Lesnar just said to him, oh, we don't need to do the big things now. All people are going to be speaking about is Undertaker. What's the point in us wasting our energy? This is what this is what this felt Good like. Good point. They're saving things for a bigger and better stage, because surely this is a match that needs to happen. Mm. Come on, give us it, man. I'll give me what I want. L- Leslie teaching the business to Seth. Yeah. 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 Listen, rookie, we've already yeah. got their money. <laughs> They're only going to be to speak about Undertaker. We might as well not waste our breath. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brock just patronizing the Ring of Honor out of Seth Ryan.
1: Yeah. All right, we'll go 14. He's like, we'll go four minutes. <laughs> uh, Beth and Edge come out to this, uh Sorry, confront Maurice, who wants the match at the Royal Rumble, called off wants to be best friends with Beth. Beth's not buying it and charges the ring, but Miz jumps edge on the outside. Beth, like an idiot, is distracted and Maurice hits her with a purse, which is revealed to have a brick inside. Yes. How much better would this have been yes. if they hadn't revealed there was a brick in it? <laughs>
3: brick. it, would, have been, it would
1: have been. It would have been weird, certainly.
3: <laughs> Why would that have been good?
1: The devastating power of the purse. Power of the purse. It's like, Undertaker's not take his earn.
4: Uh, yeah. I thought Wasn't was that what right? Vince McMahon was saying when he was signing everybody? It's the power of the purse, damn it. <laughs> my purse is so heavy, there's so much in it. Vince yes, McMahon's got a purse now. You're, you're not getting <laughs> any of it. <laughs> Look at my man bag. Uh, <laughs> I uh, think do you want gone.
1: more money? Yes, that'd be great. Okay, you're fired. <laughs> This is really
3: reminding me of that scene in Blackadder where he's like, "Here's a purse of monies," and then he takes it away. I can't remember the joke, but his purse is like a drawstring. You have a
1: woman's purse, yeah. yeah. It's
3: like when he's. It's like a. That's what I imagine Vince's purse is like a drawstring sack with a few coins in
4: it that he just (laughs) jangled. I thought this segment was good, me. I thought it was old school. I thought you know, no fancy stuff. Just hit the woman with a brick inside of the (laughs) purse. Oh, it was great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Throwback 80s stuff. Lovely. This should, this should have taken place in Memphis. Yeah, this Jerry, was a bit of, Jerry Lawler.
3: <laughs> this was a bit of old school, almost like managerial, manager shtick. And I hope that I hope that it, it gets referenced again when the match happens.
1: Yeah. I'm not really caring too much about this or the tag match or anything, but it isn't bad. It's just like, all and right, they, cool.
3: If they play it like... Um, I don't want to see them do all the moves to each other, but if they play it like Kurt and Ronda... If they play it like Kurt, Edge has got so well, many Miz's moves. moves, Edge has got like twenty finishes. I can't Miz wait for Miz to hit that clothesline go. in the corner.
1: No. Oh, I'm he, hyped for that. He does Daniel of Bryan.
3: He does Daniel Bryan's kicks, um,
1: <laughs> kind of. I d-
3: if they play it like Triple H and Steph versus Kurt Angle and Ronda, where you want Edge and Beth Phoenix to get their hands on them, and it takes a little while, and then they destroy them, then I'll be happy yeah. with it. If it's a Miz
1: match, match, it'll be fine. Try and yeah. do it like Edge. It's like no.
4: Yeah, please like- let Miz. Yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon this is going to carry on to WrestleMania, like the Miz and Maurice will weasel the way no. out at the Rumble and then they'll go have another one at WrestleMania?
1: Oh, no. No, do it in the Rumble. Have someone else.
4: A mixed tag cage match. A mixed oh. tag lion's den. <laughs> A mixed tag hog pen match. I'm just speaking some fantasy fiction. There'll be know? male
1: pigs and female <laughs> pigs.
4: <laughs> they, could, they could have...
3: Because I'm guessing the Edge and Beth will win. Unless the heels win and then it does set up a WrestleMania, but could they have... There's still time to have Edge like start a whole new feud before Mania, so he could just be wrestling someone else there. I'm assuming he is okay. wrestling at Mania, but...
4: What other couples are there? Who, who else you... could get involved? Um, Cesaro. Just...
3: and Cesaro. Do you remember when Jim <laughs> Rhino debuted for Impact again, but he wasn't out of his contract, so he had to be totally covered. You couldn't see who it was, but it, he was the shape of Rhino, so you were like, that's Rhino. Could Brie Bella bring back a mysterious, body-suited greatest wrestler of all time just to be in her corner? What was the
4: French Why would Tony called? Rhodes be there? <laughs> <laughs> what was the French character Daniel Bryan portrayed back in the day on South Pole? Oh,
3: oh man.
4: Have him appear with Brie yeah. Bella. <laughs> this is my new French boyfriend. Whatever his name is, I've forgotten.
3: I was about to say Gargano and Candice, but they are having a baby.
2: Um, maybe um, there are no more
3: yeah maybe there's no more couples there's gotta be Cora Jade and Blake Christian oh I think Corey was... Graves Corey
4: Graves Corey Graves, oh, Graves. Graves. Jade oh, he's it, retired. And Corey, Graves. He's retired. He's yeah, Corey Graves and Carmella oh of course oh. Mm. there's a couple Oof. Natalia and Tyson kid oh, well. Uh,
1: are you reading uh, that guy's YouTube channel again Ross <laughs> Restless you didn't know Who were in a relationship
4: Anyway Did you profit. know that Roman Reigns Got Becky Lynch Pregnant <laughs> Oh Rollins and... There it is You didn't know that Rollins and Rollins Becky Is Be- in a relationship Be-
1: No that that's Wow has the... Ross just Revealed that to you For the first that, time No, <laughs> no. no man
3: that's, that's the edge In Beth Phoenix's
0: JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Feud. Oh, I hope not. No.
1: Well, it could be. We've missed the most obvious ones. We
4: have. It's Never great.
1: Mind. The Street Profits and Mysterios team up to take a take on Apollo Crews, Commander Aziz, and those dirty, dirty dogs. Oh, the yes. good guys win, and the Mysterios throw the Street Profits over the top rope as they celebrate. Ray then throws out Dominic. Ooh, oh. how bloody long has this feud been going on? Oh, sorry, oh. not feud, but like been bubbling under, teasing. The hey, they've
3: just—they're just very forgiving.
4: They've both got really long fuses. The Mysterios. Ray Maybe. can't. Because he's a very small man. <laughs> I thought this was weird at the start when they both said they're going to eliminate 29 other men, even though they're yeah. both in the Rumble. Therefore, one of them is planning to eliminate the other. Hmm. Mm. Who could it be? No, they Dude. know
1: that the one of them, at least one time in that match, someone's going to pretend to be eliminated. So they're just making sure. <laughs> do you think Do you think Dom will get his own back and eliminate Ray from the Rumble?
3: No. This I is swear I've already playful. seen that.
1: Has that already happened at the Rumble?
3: Um, I, I, I remember... I remember Reigns oh, eliminating Rollins and then doing the whole sorry dude yep yeah oh, well. Can't it was a... oh my god and then Ray, if Dom does like break the teamer can team with his new partner Von Wagner and they can be Ray Von
1: <laughs> come on Shabba <laughs> uh, Alexa Reach Bliss the <laughs> uh, put your hands in, in all times or you will die <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sit down <laughs> Alexa Bliss is still in therapy. She plays a word Association game and the word imaginary makes her angry. Oh man. The oh, therapist man. leaves and she calms down. Yeah, the awesome big segment. The segment
4: was she calmed down. Oh, I hate this. What a what a pillock that therapist is. Hey? Why would you say that word in front of her? Eh? Of all the people that say that word in front of. And all her answers. Practicing? And all her
3: answers before that were Lily. So what's
4: exactly. he doing? Oh Idiot. Nah. Stupid man. <laughs>
1: So remember the Back to Your Man Slim Jim advert? Where it's him and he's got the straight jacket on. He keeps on showing um, Rush Ark test. He goes, Slim Jim, Slim Jim, Slim Jim. <laughs> Slim Jim. And he rips his straight jacket, Slim Jim. It's all I thought was watching this uh, wonderful, well-thought-out segment. Therapist, by the way, suffers from the same affliction
3: as every doctor, lawyer, translator, or whoever in WWE. Is it in that he looks so much
1: like a wrestler that in normal clothes, he looks like a porn star. He just does. <laughs> Yes, it's the tattooed, tanned therapist. Wow, good with good just the right amount pal. of
4: stubble to look super attractive. Yeah. Up <laughs> next week, he pulls his finger out his ass, and we just get to Alexa's new gimmick before before too long. I don't know how is it going to be? Is it just just going to be the same gimmick? That's the impression I'm getting. I would assume that if he was a good therapist, maybe she would change. You know. Oh to. lads, once <laughs> he changes
1: <laughs> her name, he goes, "Yeah, you're right. I need to change. My new name is Piper Niven." <laughs> Dude, I'm <was> like, no. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you guys tricked me. L.A. Pipe. What's the German equivalent of... The first? Oh, no, D.J. would oh, no, no, have to the no, L.A. Pipe. Yeah. Go on, go. German equi- uh, Gunther for a lady. Gertrude? Guntilda? I don't know. Gun- Gunther.
2: Gunther.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Seth Rollins, what are you
3: doing yeah.
1: here?
3: <laughs> Bit of Banjo-Kazooie <laughs> for the lads. Let's
1: and see. the main event, Seth Rollins faces Bobby Lashley. It ends via DQ with Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, a.k.a. The artist, known as the Hurt Business, attack. Lashley. <laughs> he beats them up as the Usos blindside Seth with a dupe, yeah, double super kick. Uh, easily the best thing on the show. But. Oh, 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 right. oh all oh, the Alpha Academy bit. Well, yeah,
4: yeah the Alpha so no, Academy. I know that's going to end
1: badly. This was. I just really like the match. And Lashley apparently is to be cheered. It's I the thought this was stupid. To be
4: by. Oh, go on, Ross. The setup of the. Why would you book the two main contenders for the titles in a match like this where you know it's going to end in a DQ and leave the fans unsatisfied come the end of the show? Leaving a sour taste in the mouth after a not too bad episode of Monday Night Raw. That's why I asked there, Matthew.
1: Because they needed to have something that looked like something vaguely headline-ish
4: for a three-hour show on Monday. They they backed themselves into a corner they didn't need to back themselves into, and they gave us a crappy DQ finish with the Herb business looking like utter tossers because Bobby said last week, I'm not involved with you, lads. I don't want to know you, and they come out this week with the Herb business gear still on. Get over it, man, you pair of tossers, for goodness sake. Made them look like, oh, just it. The Dragons threw with leg whip, though. That was worth the match happening Mm. because I thought Bobby's leg had been ripped off. Oh, legitimately but I just it just they back themselves into a corner sometimes that I don't like them doing they can do anything they to want remember
1: that's why I went to a DQ it wasn't like if it gave a definitive finish I'd be more mad like yeah but it they did not have to match do... away with a proper but finish didn't on to, Rome. Yeah, but they not have to do it though they not have to have, to have a match
3: in the first place yeah, yeah, they, have to have yeah.
1: some, they have to have some main event resembling match yeah but it doesn't we have to be have to be Rollins reminded that Lashley. Lashley I think this served a lot of purposes Lashley's getting cheered so he's taking on that fanny Seth Rollins so, yay,
3: but we yay. don't want Lashley to get cheered because he's taken on Brock Lesnar who's too cool, late
1: oh, right. I don't know why that is but it's happening Lashley's cheered uh, Rollins still gets to do his feud with the Usos and uh, Roman Reigns so that'll happen on Smackdown and then Lashley has something to do until Rumble which is sorting out those ungrateful gets mm-hmm. Sorry, Alexander Shelton Benjamin I thought he's, I could he's already got something there Matthew enough. it's
4: Brock Lesnar he's until got Brock the Lesnar. Rumble
1: that's in two weeks time what about next week two yeah but weeks. we're posturing next week aren't we It's next stand-off. week's the weigh in
3: it's the weigh in He'll beat them up,
1: then he'll weigh in. He's Lashley, he can do two things. (laughs) Two paychecks. (laughs) I thought this was... As he's getting weighed, he's leathering both of them. Hang on.
4: (laughs) The scale reads £500 for Bobby Lashley as he has them on his shoulders doing torture (laughs) racks and whatnot.
1: But Lashley, you don't usually... Yeah, but I've been carrying these two for six months. Crowd goes way.
3: Bing, 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 bing,
1: bing. And you know what? What we just said was more interesting than the following program, known as NXT 2.0. Yes, yes. This was a bad oh, one. Right. This was a bad NXT. This not was the, a not the, bad, the, bad one. I thought this was great. Not necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, the opening bit. The opening bit. La Knight ring. arrives to open the show and tells other roster members to watch out for him kicking Grayson Waller's ass. The pop room was awesome. Everyone going, "Wow, look, guys, it's La Knight." I thought like, honestly, where? right? Like oh, so that was a, a good opening bit from The Rock. He heads the ring, calls out Vol- uh, Waller, and he got that wrong. Who <laughs> turns up with a restraining <laughs> order against Knight? Knight says he know he knows some, well, he knows somebody Wal- Waller doesn't have a restraining order against. Oof, that was a sentence. And Dexter Loomis comes out from under the ring. Knight says he can choose to drop the restraining order or face Loomis.
4: That opening bit with LA Knight walking through the backstage area from his Corvette to the ring had me believing that was Elvis. We're in the presence of Elvis. <laughs> the way he goes, hit my music, man. And then the music, oh, I wish I was a sweet little cheeky me. <laughs> Easy for me to say. But I'm not. I'm a, I'm a fella. Someone runs on and puts a cape on him. <laughs> <laughs> He's, oh, what a guy. I like the promo yeah. as well. <coughs> Get him on the you main roster, for goodness sake. What's he doing wasting Simon XD 2.0? The Kavalka. Yeah. is too much for NXT 2.0. <laughs> And all the sweet little chickadees.
3: We, I feel like, because remember Wrestling Media Con? He was just walking about, and we took him for granted. We didn't say hi to him. We didn't go and introduce ourselves to Eli Drake. But now, oh, imagine oh, being be, in the
4: presence. Be oh, screaming, looking for an <laughs> autograph. <laughs> It'd be like, and I think like that O-mania. was
1: right? <laughs> that was 2018. He'd already won the t- the Impact title, I think. I, oh, but he was Eli Drake then. I, just taught, taught I know he yeah, did the same. he was on, um, did you it was, that was doing it? Who's wrestling for? Wasn't Impact, was it? What do you mean?
3: Oh, this Impact were there. Jeff Jarrett oh. was there, running about. Oh, oh yeah, right. Yeah, oh, yeah of course he was. Yeah, there was a, there was a couple of promotions he did. I think Rev Pro that's did right. the other one. Yeah. I
1: forget Impact with that's how bad it was. I remember Rev Pro being there. I remember the. It wasn't a bad show. Okay, show, but no, I like. Oh yeah, an Impact were there. So and we had weird, the isn't we it? had the Super Jacob. I got really drunk. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And one of my favorite. Uh, Austrian wrestlers who I forget the name of was there With his friend, <laughs> Timothy let's move on after a break we learn that Grayson has chosen to face Loomis he wins after Dexter is attacked on the outside by a big beady man in a suit Wallace says it's his insurance policy who's this guy it's Via's
4: partner is it ah it's okay. Mr. Mister Spoiler Man I was going to
1: say that's how we know him oh it's the spoiler <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. that should be his name the spoiler that would be a good
3: name actually so it's so it's Via's partner before Shanky, yes, was on the yeah. scene. Got you. I thought he was gone. The one who spoiled the Keith Lee title win. Yeah. Oh, fair play with him. He's bad. Yeah.
1: Okay. They didn't give him a name on the show, did they?
2: No. No, this one. No. But he no, will be. The known insurance as the, policy the would
1: be a good name, though, actually, for a dude. The insurance policy. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm the insurance yeah. policy. <laughs> mm. <laughs>
4: And here backstage. are your terms of... <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please read these teasers. You have to sign. Oh, that'd be great. It comes Before out a match. <laughs> to the jobber. All right, sign here. Here. All right. You have if a witness. Be... The referee's like, I'll be a witness. Signs it and it's getting spattered.
4: If it's life insurance oh. though and he dismantles them, wouldn't the jobber get the payout there from him? He would just be bankrupt oh. all the time.
1: Oh, yeah. You're right. It's falling apart like cheap toilet <laughs> paper. We'll move on now. <laughs> Apart from everything, that was a great idea. Uh, backstage, Legado, Del Fantasma and MSK talk trash to each other about the Dusty Classic. In the ring, the Creed brothers beat Josh Briggs and Brooks sorry, Jensen can to I just progress say, this, to the semifinals. Oh, go on.
3: They do. Sorry, the Creed brothers do progress. Can I just say, when they had that backstage thing with Legado, Del Fantasma and MSK, I would have put my everything on those two winning their respective matches and meeting each other in the next round. And that didn't happen. And I could not, I was shocked. I couldn't believe it at all. I it's
1: thought it been was weird obvious. So Gone. Did you?
4: Legado were taking their place in the next round for granted. Therefore, I was thinking them being <sighs> heels, they're going to get egg on their faces. Fair enough. Fair enough. But the, my main takeaway from that one, because after I think it was after that segment they ran through all the brackets and we learned all the teams, that the, the partner of Andre Chase, let me read this out, is called Bodhi Hayward. Is this the
3: big blonde man,
4: Bodhi Hayward? I don't know how you pronounce it. B O D H I. <laughs> H-A-Y-W-A-R-D. Like Sin
3: Like, Sin bodhi, like Kazani. Like, Sin,
4: like Bodhi moving off uh, Don't F with Cats. Oh, my God. I've never bodhi I've not watched moving, it imagine Bode moving. if, imagine bodhi if ha- K- bodhi Hayward. body Hayward. S-
3: Sin, Sin bodhi, bodhi was... There. Sin Bodhi, the same way, I think, was Kazani's indie yeah. name. Man, yeah. I'd love it if Kazani came back.
4: bodhi the,
2: bodhi
3: the, I go to the
1: the... Andre's You.
3: To win the bloody disjusty Classic. I would absolutely love it. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, and then this is my uh woof woof move of the week. And it was and I can't believe I'm giving it to you know, B J and B J, but when one of the Creep brothers went down to get a go for a single leg and one of them just kneed him in the face yeah. and his, his mouth guard shot out. <laughs> I was like, Okay, that's a good spot. Yeah, and of course it was used on these two scruffy gits. So uh, I'm glad the crew brothers were able to. What recover. about man? Uh, they're, they're, they're
4: horrible, rootin', tootin', shootin' in this instance, cowboys. And they're yeah, hot. We, the, we lady, all... the, the ladies love them, you
1: know. We go to the festivals <laughs> with the women, and then oh, you're boring, boring. I don't oh. like
4: you like that. I just like you as a friend. I don't we'll get, say we'll get, if to, the we'll get to Twitter. <laughs>
1: We'll get to it. We'll Why to. is that? Oh, yeah, we'll move on. Wait, we'll get Backstage, anyway. we go again, where Walter mm. congratulates... Stop it. ...congratulates the rest of Imperium on their success so far, but this is only the beginning. Haven't they lost their last match? Oh, whatever, anyway. <laughs> um, we get a vignette for the Singaporean warrior, Dante Chen. We reveals that two months ago, he sadly lost his father, but now he's back and ready to show what he can do in NXT. Is yeah, it- I thought
3: that was nice until yeah. we got a really similar... Well, we'll get to
1: it. Uh, Yeah, his return match is against Guru Raj, but after that Mm. little promo and setup, Duke Hudson (laughs) comes out of the crowd and attacks both. He beats up Chen until the referees pull him away.
3: So, yeah, he's just had that emotional vignette. You want him to win. And then Duke
4: Hudson, of all people, ruins it. Better luck next time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm here to show my emotion. Hey, oh. to be fair to him, that is
4: the most emotive we've seen. Uh, what did we used to call him back in the day? Dull Hudson. That was the one. Dull, Dull Hudson. Hudson. That's Fantastic. the most emotive that Dull <laughs> Hudson has ever been. Stay out of my his, way.
1: That was his middle name. <laughs> his first name was Incredibly.
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. The charisma was off the stage, kids. because the, Just the way he shouted down that camera and the camera shook as if his words were making the earth shake to its core. <laughs> was incredible. <laughs> He's still so boring with less.
3: Don't know if I I wanted a promo, a view between Don Chan and Duke Hudson. It wasn't on my shopping list. I've got to say.
1: I just thought about like what would his catchphrase be? Uh, I like shopping list better. But what what Mm. would Dull Hudson's like catch? He hasn't got one yet. But is he just gonna look at the camera one day and
4: goes, "Who wants to play poker"? Better look next time, I thought, when Ross better said Better look it, next time, he... that's, that's his catchphrase, yeah. Hmm.
1: Oh, is it? I just thought it was something... Oh, God, Do you so remember hard.
4: those promos? But When he was no. in, these, in in Dull's poker room and he would end the segments by going,
1: better look next time. Yeah, but then he lost a bunch, so he didn't get to say it. <laughs>
4: that's what I meant, because back in the day, I was like, this man could never, ever lose a wrestling match because he's going to be able to use his, his, his wonderful catchphrase. Yeah. But he did.
1: Oh, well. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Dull. Uh, backstage, Joe Gacy tells Harland he's not angry. He didn't get the Dusty Classic. He's just disappointed. Oh, that's worse than being angry. Honestly, Jones arrives and says they're full of crap, but Gacy just wishes him well in recovering from his injury and holds the door open for him. Later, Harland attacks Jones in the trainer's room. Yep, that's not very get... Joe Gacy of you. We're going to get a big lads, big match. Big
3: meaty man slapping me. Yep. Good. Ready yeah, for it. Yes, sir. So.
4: Laid it on thick, lads. I'm <laughs> here for it. It's time. Wonderful.
1: Salas so Escobar and Electro Lopez confront Bron Breaker backstage but he wants to fight right now. Escobar isn't keen and leaves him alone for now. Oh, they call that foreshadowing. Yeah. Uh, and then Tony D'Angelo heads the ring for Pete Dunne's funeral. Oh. <laughs> I didn't realise that he was that badly hurt from that one shot. But apparently oh, he's, he's not even that here That was a there.
4: crowbar, Matthew. Yeah, but they like
1: <laughs> they didn't really emphasise that he's, he's done.
4: <laughs> like freddie Flintoff, off it was 2009 <laughs> at the pump straight it's away to the beaches swung like there's no tomorrow no wonder he's not there anymore yeah. he announces that he's
1: moving on <laughs> to bigger and better things and he has his eye on the north american championship carmelo and trick williams that makes us sound like they're both called williams sorry carmelo haze interrupts with trick williams and thank god because the two best things on the show they're annoyed because they thought tony was their ally Tony says he's got his own boys. This bit was class. I was going to say, Tony says he's seen Tony's boys and they all look like Vic Joseph. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I think I made a note. Did you get a note of some of the names that he said? No. Because I only made a note of one of them because I don't want to rewind and waste my time. One of the names for one of his boys was Betty the Groin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. That's a quote. Cameron Grimes interrupts and claims that he should get a title shot first. Hayes sets up a number one contenders match between the two. Tony tries to attack Grimes, who smashes Pete Dunne's funeral portrait over his head. Womp womp. A nice touch there that Pete Dunne's uh, funeral portrait was shrugging.
4: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Was That's his natural
3: pose, isn't it? Yeah. I just. Why? Why do they? Why have they
4: done this to Pete Dunne? Killed him. Yeah. What did he do? What did he ever do wrong? <laughs> Who's the baby face out of Pete Dunne and Tony? Pete Dunne. Interesting. Ah, ooh.
3: Because, ah. I
4: don't, I don't know, know who it is at all.
2: Hmm,
4: that's a good <laughs> question, actually, yeah. In theory, it's Pete Dunne.
3: But in, in the cauldron that is the NXT arena,
4: is it popular Tony? Yeah. Remember the days of when Tony might have murdered Mark? And everyone yeah. was like,
3: wait, Mark's <laughs> dead. What happened to Lashin' Out? We haven't seen her for a bit.
1: No, no, stop it, Jack. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't tempt the gods. Don't you slander lashing out
4: with Last Legend <laughs> and her cult.
1: It's really <laughs> awkward for me to go fast forward every time it shows uh. So. Uh, But yeah, is this the first time that The Face has done a funeral segment? He's not The Face. Right. He, he is! It's the he crowd cheering him. He can't
2: be The Face.
3: i, was I was never, never in wrestling history, he's no, the guy. Come on. He's, he's a, dead! And the crowd have gone, yay! He's just, <laughs> he's just, a, he's just a popular heel like Sandow.
4: At least he had okay. the coffin lid closed. That was respectful. Good mm. for him. Yeah, closed
1: casket. As you say, she, she that's what I would have wanted.
4: The listing of the boys' names, that was the highlight of this segment. I think Trick Williams needs to leave Carmelo. I think you know, that segment proved that Trick just isn't needed when Carmelo's about, which is harsh to say. Harsh but fair there from Pro Evolution Soccer from back in the day. I like what Trick brings. Yeah. It just goes, yeah, at the end of a sentence.
1: No, he does it. He no, does. that's not true at all, you... Let
4: go watch this segment. That's all he does. Yeah. What, he's,
1: what, he's alliterate? No, it's alliteration. No, damn it. What's a word for when you use full stops? Comma.
4: Punctuation. Punctuation. <laughs>
1: Punctuation. Like alliteration, <laughs> but slightly. Move on, Matthew. You've ruined your <laughs> point. Uh, Briggs and Jensen are sad about their loss in the locker room. Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro arrive to cheer them up and say they're going for drinks. Wendy Chew appears atop the lockers and says, Hey, Caden... Brooks likes you, and he gets all shy. The girls walk off. As do I, as I go make myself a sandwich <laughs> for the rest of the show. Your thoughts there, Jack? I don't know. Painful memories of school, I, <laughs> I was going to say,
4: it's rel- relatable content from when you were, like, 12. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but the people so. watching the show can't remember their 12s. The core audience
4: <laughs> is 70s. They were born in the 12s. <laughs> 12. The 12s. Tw- <laughs> The 10s, but not the ones. I thought yeah, they called them back in the day. The 1910s. I don't
2: know
4: what I think. No. I don't think they've got the... Have they got the, the, the charisma to pull off the, the bashful, silly cowboy men? No. I was very uh,
3: conscious that he was acting, was what my thought was.
4: I thought they were meant to be
3: big, rootin' tootin' wee, like steak on grills, men, And they've met these fun festival lasses, and they're polar opposites, but yeah. yet...
1: And suddenly oh. they turn into goofy.
3: Oh, it's
4: drug- it's
2: uh,
4: a <laughs> I reckon that Caden Carter's has given those cowboys their first ever disco biscuits and had sent them west. They've forgotten who <laughs> they are and what they're about. They're the losing matches. They're
1: the losing <laughs> women. I thought it was one. Wonder- say no. Just say no. <laughs> Backstage. It
3: <here> <laughs> <laughs> was that Zamo. No, not Zamo. Roland's bit. Fantastic.
2: Be here you are. <laughs>
1: Backstage, Elizabeth Leon and Valentina Ferros are interviewed about their chances in the Dusty Classic. Who are these Go-
3: women? I know they've been on NXT before, <laughs> but
1: who are these women? I don't, I don't know. Dakota Kai <laughs> turns up and warns them. I remember last week we debated about what she said because we didn't know. Sorry, we clarified. Success ends friendships. Okay. She, they're like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> She's just shot down completely. She challenges Elisa to a match and beats her later on the night. She goes after Valentina too, but Ulyssa saves her pal. Okay?
4: Okay. The finish came out of nowhere. I I saw Dakota taking a right good beating during this matchup, and I was thinking, where the hell's her career going? Because these two lasses, as far as we've seen so far, have just been jobbing out everywhere, haven't they? Just been losing all these matches. And then, uh, sorry, Ulyssa was beating her up for a long time and then literally one move and then Dakota won. I don't know what this new Dakota Kai is, is the point I'm making. She's I the prefer. same as the she's the same as the old Dakota Kai, but she goes, Yeah. I want the old the old Dakota Kai. Yeah.
1: I forget that there's only like three or four different character types for women in <laughs> WWE. And yeah. now Dakota Kai has moved on to she's crazy and evil that we uh, What
3: are the four types, so... right? Vain.
1: I... like, Vein, I'm like I'm Vain I'm so hot. Yeah. Uh um God, I'm crap.
4: No, there's no. <laughs> naive. The bunch
1: of them. Vain, um, naive. Well, they crazy. Got, like... Yeah, naive. Crazy.
4: Nikki Cross and Data Brooke fall into the naive category, yeah. kind of, you don't know, they? Yeah. Obviously, like, bitchy. And. Charlotte. There's the fourth one. No, she falls into yeah. the one.
3: <laughs> um, and, and. Yeah, Dakota's crossed
4: over from, from yeah. evil to crazy evil. And, yeah, yeah. Oh. But it was good. It was good to see this segment as well end with the two baby faces running away from the one heel lady. Oh, she's crazy! <laughs> oh dear me.
1: Yep. We get a all right, video. And she's suddenly a schoolgirl. Oh my she, God! She hits that. Her first oh year God. in NXT wasn't what she hoped for. But now she's been back to Japan and found the necklace her grandma gave her. So she's all good now.
3: <laughs> I'm still the warrior of the sun, but I'm also just Saray. And that's okay. Bars. <laughs> like Max Carter,
1: Absolutely fantastic. And she's going to grab it and then, like, be- Shazam! And she'll turn into the cool thing we've seen on the videos. Or what.
4: Activate a trap card or something. I don't know. They've, they've- Bruce has been watching Porn Annie this week. <laughs> and he stumbled across a certain subgenre and he's gone, Whoa, that's a thing, is it? Let's put it on TV. Yeah, as Vince got to clarify, the JR once taught him that that is a subgenre. Yeah. Gail Kimu yeah. rocked up and he was like, What?
1: Oh, oh, right. I know <laughs> what you're talking about now, right? Oh, wait. You're saying Bruce Pritchard's an Italian uh, politician?
4: <laughs> I don't get that one. What's that story there?
1: Lost in all the news that happened from Gunther to. Uh, Microsoft buying a lot of game titles was, I'll, I'll be very nice about this, um, somehow someway, during Italian politician talk on Zoom, one of them started I don't know, I don't know how, started streaming so everyone else could see um, Final Fantasy 7 Hentai Oh, okay that's interesting. And I thought, what are you talking about? This is like when people told me that they played the Undertale theme um, to the Pope other week. It's one of these ridiculous sentences you go on Twitter and it goes, oh that happened
3: I thought that it was the setup for a pun, so I didn't think the real Italian politician had been. I thought you were going to go like Adam Pornici or something like that.
1: i Why that? I did why I do that? You know what? I'll leave. Yeah, you know, I'll leave your horrible impressions uh, to yourself. It wasn't an impression. People show up. People like your impressions. Okay.
4: Sarai's Sarai's grandparent Moving must up. be a, must have been a teacher, though. Is that what we learned here? Was the but why is she dressed why, why dress like a school girl? <laughs> right, uh, Where's that tie-in? What's that got to do with the... Oh. Are
1: you because actually looking for the plot? Hang on, this is ridiculous. Yes, I sense. am,
4: Matthew, because this is still a wrestling show, right? This isn't uh, I don't know. Two old fellas just throwing things at a board and then, oh, will just do that. This is logical storytelling, <laughs> That's sequential it. in its nature.
3: It's because she's Japanese, isn't it? That's the only reason. It is, and yeah.
4: yeah.
2: Mm.
1: I hope next week she goes back to how she was. We don't ever, ever speak of it again.
3: I saw people on Twitter commenting on how this kind of got lost because of all the Gunter stuff. So like, you've introduced two racially insensitive gimmicks in one week, but one of them got buried because of the other one. So they're doing all right. Yeah. Oh.
1: Malik Blade and enough aka the I think it's a no- Is it a no well, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I'll a no
3: thing. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's one
1: person about pronouncing names. Oh. Um, and uh, Face Wild and Mendoza. That's your classic. Malik and Edris win. That's right. After Senator Escobar is ejected from ringside, and Brom Breaker carries him off. The Brom Breaker distraction.
4: How smooth was know. that when he caught him though on his shoulder?
1: You wouldn't it think was. He was a fully
4: grown man. It was incredible. It was Incroyable.
1: So the jobbers are two and zero in the Dusty Classic.
4: They're going to the final, aren't they? They're going to win it. They are the Wigan Athletic of the modern day. <laughs> they will topple Manchester City in the final. Dave Whelan's in the NXT crowd crying. Dave Whelan <laughs> broke his leg in NXT back in <laughs> in, the, in the original <laughs> Dusty <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Dusty, Dusty Rhodes broke Dave Whelan's leg. <laughs>
1: the Dave Whelan Classic. Mm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Volder faces Ronnie Strong in the main event and wins. It's a great match. Oh, no, you just care, do you? Uh, it's
3: a great match. It is a, the winner no, of the match, match is Walter
1: mm. Nine. The, men, no. the winner of this match is Gunther. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll talk about it enough. Imperium Attack strong, drawing out the Creed Brothers for a big show-closing brawl. Uh, Looking forward to that. Do a six-man tag.
4: This was another example, I thought, lads, of NXT 2.0 not knowing its own identity. Because this was so NXT 1.0 up until Gunther Gate happened that I was thinking, what am I watching here? You still don't know what you are, do you? You're trying to change, but you can't. You can't pull yourself away from NXT 1.0 properly, can you? Mm. Can you? Surely,
3: but surely... What if All they do? The Sub six
1: footers, the that I get phased on? out. No, that's what I was saying, sorry. What if he comes out and does the Kurt Angle 06 Pro Bow? I'd just like to say my new name is Gunther, God. and I hope England loses the four. Because... <laughs> Walter, why are you saying that? The point is this I can say anything I want, and I'll still get cheered by these 80 year old people at home in the <laughs> crowd. Yay!
3: <laughs> See? I mentioned it once, but I think I got away with it.
0: I I
1: don't think think that'll happen. Well, you started. He goes, No, I didn't, because yes, you did. You invaded NXT. You invaded (laughs) Poland.
2: It's Triple
4: H's giant (laughs) map of the world. Uh, Uh, If he's got Lederhoes on next week, that's it for me. No,
1: no, no. no,
4: Hey, Stranger Things have happened. Nine, nine, nine. Such as Sarai. (laughs) Dressing up like a uh, schoolgirl. Nine. They should team together.
3: They should team up and face Edge and Beth Phoenix. Gunter and Sarai.
1: (laughs) But like they did in the. Uh, AW Dynamite! <laughs> John Moxie makes the return up the show, and my god, is he looking good. Oh, that looking yeah, fantastic. You know, like the guy looked... from InfoWars last time we saw him, and now he looks like John Moxie again. It's he fantastic. looked like
3: at least, maybe not 10, but like five or six years younger. He looked younger, definitely. Yeah, Happy
1: for him. Happy to recover. Uh, comes in through the crowd, slapping signs out the way, and then as soon as he gets in there, <sighs> oh. I almost thought. Like, hang on, have they deliberately set this up to have some guy doing it? But I thought, no, some people are just dicks. Yeah. Um, a heckler who says something, and I'll repeat it, and then I'll repeat what you said afterwards. But he says, yeah, get him out.
4: Imagine that just... man. His first segment on this big new channel, like the mother—is it the mother shit they keep calling it? And his first yeah. sentence has got a, a massive S and a, a massive F in it. Yeah. I don't blame him, though. Oh, no, no, definitely not.
3: Uh, and Crouchier. he dealt with it in a... F- in, he actually Even though he swore, he was, like, really composed about it as yeah. well. And it just got a huge cheer. It was very witty. It was
1: good. Yeah. And in his promo afterwards, he tells about a dream he had where a black cloud was hanging over his head. He says that the cloud told him he didn't deserve any of the good things in his life. He admits that he has a lot of scars, but nobody gets through life unscathed, and those scars are what define us. He says that he doesn't run from his demons and I feel free. He says he's going to take us on a ride in 2022. He's thirsty, but the only thing he does is drink blood, yeah, like machine gun Kelly. So it's class
4: promo. Oh, goosebumps, yeah, but Sir Isaac is schoolgirl now.
1: (laughs) He then said his new name.
4: (laughs) No, this was oh, he he just he knocked out the park, didn't he? Just both in terms of delivery and what he was saying. Very very powerful, powerful Mm. promo.
1: Uh, backstage MGF chatting with birthday boy Wardlow. Hi, birthday pal. And apologises for losing his temper last week. But he does have the doc Wardlow's pay for losing. <laughs> he says that later tonight, Sean Spears will show the whole world and Wardlow how to get the job done by beating CM Punk. Nice little segment here. But all I thought was, God, these two men's tans. <laughs> Same colour <laughs> as whats it? <laughs> I
2: can't
4: I'll- wait until... Are you alright? Who? I thought one of you went oh. I was gonna start speaking then you did. Sorry.
3: Well, you don't I to was say just sorry, say, just
4: go for it. Go for I it. A, I was just
3: gonna say oh, I, I was just gonna him. say <laughs> I don't know. I was just gonna say that MJF is playing this like perfectly and I just can't wait for Wardo to beat him up.
4: Go on, Ross. Yeah. That's pretty much what I was gonna say. I was just gonna, ah. like, How long are they gonna do it eh? Huh? How long is this gonna go on for? Drake will go mm. on for like as long as Hangman did. End of the... What's the pay-view end of the year? My mind's gone blank here. Full gear. Full gear. Do you it'll happen then? The big crescendo.
3: Maybe the one before? All out? I don't know, really. Could be any time.
1: Mm. I think be. the next one after the one they're currently doing. Mm. So we'll see. And Adam Cole and Britt Baker team up to face Orange, Cassidy and Chris Statlander. Cassidy kicks out of a Panama Sunrise, so Cole tries to point him through the timekeeper's table, but a miscommunication malfunction at the junction, sends Britt through instead. Cole is enraged and low blows Cassidy behind the referee's back before beating him with the boom I said Uh, on the news I did today at the time of recording anyway, that Cole's
3: face before the camera panned back to him in the ring, I knew what his angry face was going to be, because I've seen him do it when he loses like an Uno match like he just kind of his eyebrows really furrow. hello guys? His eyebrows, what? Yeah, we are. Cole's face when Brick goes through the table, he's like, he does like that face, which he does when he loses a game of Uno in The Party.
4: It's just his default angry face. Oh. He doesn't matter. He's got lovely eyebrows. Yeah. I thought he did some really good healing in this matchup, though. But I don't know if that was because he was being good at healing and, like, he didn't get as loud chances as he normally does and cheers and whatnot. But I don't know if that was because of him or Orange Cassidy. Because this match for me, the the magic of Gar- Orange Cassidy was re re regained. out oh, of brain fart halfway through that sentence. There, couple of instances. No, no one agree. No, I more. do. What no, were no, you no, giving me like a no, millisecond wait, wait, wait. to say something there? Yeah, what, hang on, so you yeah, are Ross? Ross.
3: No, hang on. You agree? You disagree?
4: On. Oh, okay, fine. No, there was just <laughs> blank emotions. Normally you go like, yeah. yeah, yeah. No,
3: you are <laughs> joking? You did that to me just <laughs> a second ago for like twice as long. I can't
4: hate Zoom, so I hate it so. Much.
1: <laughs> um, no, I agree, Ross. Uh, yeah, Orange Cassidy has just been some dude for a while, but now we're getting a proper feud again. Now it feels like the Orange Cassidy of old. It's orange yeah. with pulp.
4: His low fi- it... low flying offense a particular highlight.
3: Yes, and I think that um, I think that the match was there was a lot more in
4: the match, like a lot more fun spots and stuff than what I wrote in the notes. It's definitely one, It's definitely one to check out. You know what? Slightly got me going though. Was the lasses doing the moves on the men? Right. I'm gonna bring up this debate once again. I think in intergender professional wrestling matches involving trained professional wrestlers on a professional wrestling show inside a professional wrestling ring, a man should be able to do a professional wrestling choreographed move to a lady. And we shouldn't be feeling any sort of repercussions for that happening. How many murders took place after Baron Corbin did an end of days to Becky Lynch, I ask you? (laughs) i like Boris Johnson now. (laughs) Very Boris Johnson, me that. (laughs) He's been on TV a lot. He has, and he's still there. Get him yeah. out. but that's uh, anyway. I don't know if we want to go fully into that discussion again. But that was just sort of bubbling away under my surface, so to speak, mm. during this matchup there. Because we had Brit doing curb stunts to Orange Cassidy at points during the match. Uh, I'm sure something else happened with Chris Statland and Adam Cole. And I was thinking, why not? Why not just do a suplex on a lady? What's you know? What's the harm in yeah, that setting, In that setting.
3: Yeah, mm. I, I agree. When, as long as it's not, what's the word? Like egregious, I suppose. As long as it's all right, you as can't as as have them. Book you book
4: can't book. have them physically going bosh in the face. I understand where the line needs to be drawn, like, but like you know, doing a, a fun move, a fun move, a devastating hurricane <laughs> round. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A really good snapmare. Yeah, I get
1: it. Yeah. Uh, Chris Jericho starts to cut a promo saying he doesn't care about Eddie Kingston, uh, but Sandon Ortiz, his fellow colleagues, cut him off, saying, uh, "We do care about Eddie." And that maybe he had a point about Jericho holding them back. They walk off, leaving a confused Jericho on his own. Uh, if this is what they're doing instead, because Eddie Kingston is injured, fantastic. Um, I completely agree with the storyline. Yeah. They need to be as far away from this daft get as possible. <laughs> I see Jericho, uh was back, this was, episode was in DC, was it? Oh. oh, His wife yeah. knows that place well, doesn't yeah, she? Just, <laughs> just let that go blank, and you can make your own jokes. <laughs> um, and also Jogo has the uh, Gfy shirt, which is, wow, it's... you
4: know what that means? What? what does oh. it mean, Ross? It means go fudge yourself. Oh, is it a wider reference to something that I'm missing here? It just means go f yourself,
2: doesn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: Uh, no, no, there's it's nothing that deep. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> that's, just, yeah. that's it. How are oh. that, what do
3: you guys? What do be like, Jake? You know Lex, proud and powerful. Yeah, good. To, I, I just agree with what you said. Basically, like I'd like to see them have a spotlight on them again, and I think the best way to do that is to distance them from Jericho for
4: a bit. So I, I don't really have anything to add there. I just agree. That, that's what it. It be on. his empire is crumbling down, and I'm mm. all here for it. Sammy's pied him off, off, away doing his own thing. Now these two in the process of pying him off, then it will just be Jake left. Yeah. What will Jake do? Probably stand there looking gormless. Yeah.
1: <laughs> got to put of a tour and make money. Uh, CM Punk instantly beats Sean Spears with the go to sleep. MGF tries to blindside Punk afterwards, but gets caught and runs away. Uh, yeah, they gave a little video package for Sean Spears. He's the chairman. He's this. He's the daddy. He's the chips. He's everything. And uh, it was all set up so perfectly for a really quick squash here. Yep, they're everything they needed to do? Still liking this feud. What, do you, what say you, Ross?
4: Uh, I just need to echo what I said earlier. just feel sorry for Andrew Everett, who is the guy who lost to Sean Spears <laughs> mm-hmm. in just about the same amount of time as Punk beat Spears. Cassie Lee wasn't happy about it either on the Twitter machine saying, this is bull poo. Poo emojis. Four of them, I believe. Oh, that's a severe one. That's a lot of poo. Uh, that's what I did is. out there. I blocked the I blocked the toilet today, Jack. <laughs>
1: Thanks
4: for taking in the office. I just and thought... Just I you think... in, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's just me here, yeah. That's why oh, I'm out not, here speaking. Sorry. But uh, yeah, block the oh, toilet. Oh, you
1: can't blame anybody else? It's shotgun.
4: No. Well, well, it's, happened, he... it's happened could a fair you... few times, hasn't it?
1: I've definitely
3: blocked it before in oh, the past. Yeah. But when you're in on your own, then, you know, it's not as... You didn't need to tell us. It could have been your secret forever.
4: Oh, no, as John Moxley said at the start of AEW, there's nothing better than bearing your soul in front of the world. <laughs> I am who I am. And I blocked the office toilet today and rectified my own error. By filling the bowl with fairy liquid and some boiling hot water, which slides it all away. Works every time. Fairy liquid in the toilet? Well, yeah, I slides um, it all away, Matthew.
1: I've never heard water, of that before.
3: Fairy liquid. The thing is, apparently that doesn't work as well if it's toilet paper that's causing the blockage, which is what, when I blocked it, that was my. I don't know what to do in that situation. Oh my
4: goodness. What else do you think was blocking it? Fecal matter. We'll <laughs> answer <to> that. Oh. <laughs> Goodness me. That's never happened before. Yeah, it was toilet paper that was blocking it and it went yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. What?
3: It took me so long that time. I, I couldn't believe Did how long it. Do people block the it?
4: toilet with the fecal matter? I don't, think... I don't know. I don't know. Is it always toilet paper? Okay. It's always toilet paper with me, yeah, when you, you put a bit too much in and yeah. underestimate, the, underestimate the power of the flush. That's almost awesome.
1: an achievement, really, at that point, isn't it? I know.
4: I don't know. I've only ever blocked it with toilet paper. So thank
1: oh, anyway. my dad, one time, um, the only toilet paper, <laughs> so he. He went, oh, where's no. this going? Well, they've got, uh, he they went and got some bounty and uh, not realizing it's the so, the strongest soaker upper. And oh, he was a bit of that. I went, great. And I the the bar of bounty. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> Get the celebrations.
3: Oh,
1: too. no. <clears>
2: he <throat> went, I hate coconut.
1: But with it. My dad wouldn't even wipe his butt with a bounty. Oh, so God, I hate it. He had to oh, God, call, had to call the, the plumber and go, yeah, somebody.
2: <laughs> Somebody
1: um use a little of bounty down the toilet and goes, Oh yeah, we get loads of things with that. Don't don't use that. So yeah.
4: When everyone came back at the office last year, we had to put a sign on the wall saying, Do not put the blue roll down the loo hole because someone was doing it. It was block blocking the things. Yeah.
1: Billy Goodman puts
4: Christian question.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> like actually, that. actually blue Ho- I was I was gonna mention uh it's not that good a story though, so I stopped halfway through. That's never stopped you before.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs>
1: their action speed on that, Jet oh, Pilot Ross. I'm, I'm getting my my K, my KD
3: ratio is not great in this in this podcast. <laughs> um, at uni when I was repping for the college, that I was like showing people around and stuff. When it was International Students Week, because they got there a week early, we had to put up signs. Um, I'm not sure which culture it was for. But we had to put up signs saying, please don't put your used toilet roll in the bin. Please flush it down the toilet instead. And I was like, wow, I didn't know that this was the 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 way things were done elsewhere in the world. That was just my, it wasn't that good a story. Devastated with that.
4: People in Japan put their blue roll in the bin. Really? Is it just Japan or is it elsewhere? I didn't notice it in Japan. Oh, was the oh that. I thought it was, I think, in Japan. Maybe it was China. Oh
3: because I've heard it I've heard it I've heard it mentioned for an East Asian country I just couldn't remember which one it was but I don't think it was Japan
1: I don't know could that's be that's awesome before we keep offending people let's move on <laughs> yeah. uh, Billy oh, Gunn confronts Billy Gunn confronts Christian saying that his sons deserve a title shot against Jurassic Express Christian admits that Austin and Colton clearly have been Billy's genes but mm. Billy could never make a statement Billy's
3: genes I can't believe I put that they're not my yeah,
1: lover not my lover <laughs> When the lights were brightest, the gun. Oh, boys... big news!
4: Big news! Big news! WWE have abandoned their Gunther Stark trademark. good. Okay.
1: Oh, yes. wait. So we can use that name? <laughs> it's ours, finally.
4: <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least people go and are why overreacting? What's all that about? At least you know the overreaction has maybe prompted them into doing that. That's why people are overreacting.
1: Yeah. Why overreact? Who said? Oh, I know who said that. Ryan Satan used those words, didn't he?
4: No, did he? Yes, a uh,
1: Everyone, God. stop overreacting. That's going to work. Go uh. up to the bullies and go, lads, stop picking on us. They go, oh, sorry, lads, we didn't realise it was hurting you that much. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan.
4: Well, he basically works for him, doesn't he? She'll Ryan <laughs>
1: Satan. <laughs> uh, anyway, the good boys attack Christian from behind and beat him down. They go, how that? How is that for a statement? I like that Christian went, uh, the police said, hey, go have a title shot? Uh, We've won loads of matches. And Christian's like, oh, is that what it takes to get a title shot? Yes. (laughs) No, that's exactly exactly how it works.
3: Yes. He used used to have to play a kazoo and do poses. That's how he got his title shot. (laughs) (laughs) Why has Christian in this episode become
4: such a miserable old man?
1: (laughs) He should be at home eating Werther's Originals and watching NXT 2.0. (laughs)
4: that's what they always used to take the piss out of him for back in the day you learn this on the the ANC pot of awesomeness when that was a thing just how much of a curmudgeon he was and everyone used to take the piss out of him for it
1: really yeah Mm. good I had sympathy for him but I don't anymore because he is one he seems like an actual nice guy in
3: wrestling I think I hope so so anyway now you've said it it. I know
4: what's (laughs) coming out now
3: I don't That's know Christine what is happening. we
4: don't know about. It's going to be in the news later on today. He, used to, be,
3: that. he used to be a U-boat <laughs> commander in the falling. <laughs>
1: ah. But you know what? Speaking of good guys, Cody Rhodes enters the ring with a ladder set up. He talks about the before pipe you, Sorry,
3: ta- before, you, before you start, I'm not going to have possibly been able to cover everything he talked about. Oh, yeah, don't worry. Bit. Yeah,
1: the, the entire okay. history of wrestling cool. from 2011 <laughs> until the modern day was covered here. He talks about how great people thought the CM Punk pipe bomb was and calls it the roadmap of a revolution. But for all those revolutionary ideas Punk had, it was Cody who actually carried them out. He rambles quite a bit, to say the and least, mentioning the fact that he won't turn heel, claiming to have built the Forbidden Door, name-dropping the Young Bucks, Ricky Starks, and Brody King. There's a lot in here. There's an awful lot in here. Uh, he puts over the TNT title, saying it's just as important as a world title, He says, Tony Khan sent him a contract in the mail. And even though it's not the contract he wants right now, it's something he's still interested in. He then challenges Sammy and climbs the ladder. All right, the very last bit was like, okay, cool. We're going to get that to unify the titles and see who's that, which I guess is wrestling standard now. I guess this did this NXT Cruiserweight a few years ago. Uh, And obviously, yeah, Michael's Ramon. But it was just words. It was just him rambling. And talking about things and people he's not fuming with and how great he is in real life. And we still don't know if he's supposed to be a heel or a face. And God bless those fans who were like, Shut up, Cody, you bum! <laughs> like the entire thing. <laughs> Royal Rumble! And all the rest. Because I'm like, if I'm supposed to be liking him, I dislike him. Cody has the capability of cutting like a great promo, but
3: he needs. An editor, or he needs yeah. to self-edit. Like he, he can do it. He has done it in AEW. He's cut really good promos, but this was really similar to the one before
4: the a Go-Go match, where everyone just went, "Eh, why we what?" And the just yeah, the, too much stuff. The brilliant thing was, I think, in his mind, he thought this was his pipe bomb because he put the yeah. little lining where he's like, "People have told me to save this promo, but here goes nothing." Here oh. I go. Here I go. I'm Cody Rhodes. I'm CM Punk. I'm all this sort of stuff. Yeah. It was a heel, If you look at what he said, it was a heel promo. Him just. Mm-hmm. While it was, like, based in truth, because he did do all the things he claimed that he did, like before AEW was a thing, going to work with Ring of Honor and New Japan and all these forbidden doors and whatnot. And I don't know if he actually got them working together. I don't think that... Can that be boiled down to No, him? he screwed all of them. He screwed, <laughs> yeah. He left them all high and dry, didn't he? Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: the elite screwed the, the, all those companies.
4: Uh, and the little jibe, because, of course, it got to get a jibe into, into the E as well, don't we? With the the name change. Oh, Gunna, yeah. Gunna Mabilla, buddy. Yeah. Like you said. Um... Uh, and I like the little line where he said uh, he liked Brody King's balls because he decided to call himself Brody and then come to AEW and you'll find out what that means in eight years' time when the little mm. man gets him. That'll okay. be a man. I'm very sensible of Brody King. Who that's that's definitely the reason why he called himself Brody King many years ago was for that match with Brody <laughs> Lee Jr. That he's booked <laughs> into in eight years' time or so. Um, but as you say, yeah, it was it was everywhere, wasn't it? And the first part was a heel promo and the second part was a babyface promo. Which again feeds into him being not the he, not the bad guy, not the good guy, but the guy.
1: Yeah, but it's still a heel promo because he challenged him to a ladder match, and we all remember the last ladder match Cody was in. It was rubbish. Is uh, <laughs> that yeah, he spent rubbish, the whole match
3: selling in the tunnel? Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, ah, ah, ah! Cheer for me, crowd! Boo, Cody sucks! Come on, Penta. Um, what a match! I, I think Ross has made a really good point
3: that this was meant to be his pipe bomb as well. Because, yeah. but but the difference is like, the pipe bomb was a bit. Not all over the place, but like it, it had a lot of stuff in it. It was a lot of different topics. It was a little bit rambling, but it was all connected together by one theme, which was Punk's grievances with WWE and how good he thought he was and better than how he was being treated. Whereas Cody tried to like it, there wasn't a connecting theme, and it, it just seemed like he went for quantity over quality, and it was odd.
1: I agree, Jack. This felt like a promo sort of by committee. All right, right, mention this, mention this, Brody. Three, ah, get a Gunther pop in there. That's a that's a good. Uh, the Gunther people pop. like you, You're <coughs> awesome. Mmm, you weird. did the Forbidden Door thing before. No one cares, <laughs> but bring it up anyway. And I think the CM Punk pipe bomb is end up being one of these long lasting negatives of wrestling because so many people think they can come out here and just be like, "Hey guys, heal. yeah, but- face." Ooh, here we go, but. Y- y- Lightning can't strike twice. but and would they going to strike with bloody, what, the rebel Cody? But would there Where be... Where you gunning? Back <laughs> the TK's ADM.
3: But would... I don't get it. But you could say, on the other hand, would there be an AEW without the pipe bomb? Would Daniel Bryan have won the WrestleMania and all this sort of stuff? What's
1: that got to do with Cody's doing
3: right now? Well, you know, you just said that the pipe bomb will go down as one of the great negatives in wrestling. So I'm saying... I'm oh. playing devil's advocate and saying
1: the oh, advocate. oh oh sorry, I thought about talking about yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's, oh no, no, I don't look, no, I'm, not to, I'm not trying to defend th-
3: this promo now. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, no, you are right. No, no, I'm not saying it was all negative. I'm just yeah, saying right, the long lasting approach is being like, oh, time for another pipe bomb. And it's like mm. all I need to do is just say a bunch of stuff that people on Reddit are gonna love. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. And uh yeah, the, the live crowd loved it. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. It was like a heel authoritarian sort of figure promo for large parts which I know he's not, but he kind of is, but isn't. But maybe he is. Maybe he will <laughs> do his new contract, but he isn't. I don't know.
1: He does want to be CM Punk, doesn't he? The whole contract expiring. And one time, Jack didn't get up off his chair backstage. Oh,
3: my God. I'm going to face
1: this dude in a lot of match next week.
3: <laughs> I didn't even know that Kurt Angle wanted the chair. Okay? I <laughs> and I, appreciate I, don't know,
1: I don't know why Cody brought it up either. It was shocking.
3: And I appreciate that Kurt Angle's probably got a sorer neck than I do. <laughs> And maybe needed the chair more. Oh, dear me. Anyway.
1: Anyway. Uh, backstage, Anna J answers an open challenge from Jade Cargill for the TBS title. Smart Mark Sterling says that Anna has no chance, but John Silver says that Anna's hungry. Anna reminds Jade that once uh, so she wants wrap Barb Wire her around to win a match, and she'll do anything to win. Nice. Nice yeah. reference.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Good times. Uh, Malachi Black and Brody King. Pretty easily beat the Vasty Blondes. After match, the celebration is interrupted by a video from Pack on the Tron. Uh, Focussed on that, God, they look good in this. Oh match. yes, Our awesome Slapper,
4: that mm. theme's a slapper. That's what the kids say. Is it? It yeah. slaps, slaps. slaps. It's not a slapper. It's, it's slapper. a bop. It's a bop. <laughs> Gets around a bit. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> it's a slapper. Oh no! And um, they
3: did
1: the uh, the old Smarian uh, Death Squad. Mm.
2: They looked, finish.
3: they looked great, but they weren't my favourite person in this segment, Matthew.
1: Oh, who was your favourite person in the segment? That was Geordie, Geordie Park. Oh, that's good, because he shows up on the Titan drum. There's a lovely promo that goes around a bit, but it has a, a piece of theme. Just, just saying, Cody. Saying that Malachi is self-obsessed and power-hungry, just like everyone else in AEW. Park claims to be out of reach and incorruptible, and promises oh. to be, make a martyr out of black. And good yes, lines. He can see, pet. He can see. Good
3: lines. Good lines in the yeah. promo. Crowd we wrote did... Looking
1: forward
4: to it. I don't know why it got me, but when he was like, the bastard is even beyond your reach, it Aww. made me nearly fall out of my seat and stuff. <laughs> I was laughing me ass off. <laughs> <laughs> the bastard is even beyond your reach. It's very Phoenix Knights, isn't it? Not, it's not at all, but it, <laughs> no, that line was for me anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to make a point of um, Flying Brian, you know, young Brian fella, do you reckon Neil joined the House of Black because he he couldn't do his move off the top rope, which he he once fell and slipped on his ass for a couple of weeks ago? It do you was know like what? Malachi Black was mind corrupting him. No, I, I reckon he'll thinking... join
1: the House of NAW Power. Oh, sir. Power. no
4: power. NAW.
1: To tear a bit wrong.
3: No, no, no
1: power. Carry on, Jack. Go on, talk I with me, think- please.
3: I was thinking about this role as like an underling <laughs> or like a disciple in the House of Black, but I thought it would be for Buddy Mur- Buddy Matthews because they- they've always been intertwined a bit, him and Malachi. Mm. But Ross's probably does make sense because of the falling off the top rope thing. That- Excuse me. Ooh, the top rope thing.
1: Yeah. Oh, I like they're just giving him the gimmick of he's rubbish. Because he <laughs> <if it> is. <laughs>
3: Not as good as his dad was, I'm afraid. <laughs> He's got time. He's got time. He's got time. I'm nah. being harsh. He's got time. He'll be out the door soon. No, he's got time. Oh, he's
4: got time. He's got time. He's rubbish. He's
2: not. Jake he's Roberts. not.
4: He's not rubbish. Brian Pillman Junior is not rubbish. He's not rubbish. He he's not. He's not rubbish. That what was a purposeful he? fall he did in that match. Which I don't. No, no, I'm this. not talking about that. I'll like take the other matches he had. The other lad did, in um...
3: Griff Garrison.
1: Yes, Griff Garrison is the star of that team.
3: Wow, oh, it's just
4: damning, damning from Matthew. I've seen oh. nothing so far from Griff Garrison to set what? him apart to set him apart from Brian Pillman
1: He's the powerhouse is the, the anvil is nine he... heart of the heart foundation now. what's Good he done tag. to prove that he does a drop kick <laughs> need <laughs> I say wait, more Ross wait, the all anvil. I can see with Surpre- Griff Garrison
4: His <laughs> long legs and lovely hair right <laughs> yeah like a, that's all like you a, need he looks like a big
3: jungle boy <laughs> Yes, that's <laughs> all you need in wrestling. He's the anvil, which means the Brian's the, the Bret
1: Hart of the, of the tag team. No, you're thinking of a different Hart Foundation. Sorry, right, yeah. It's got awful <laughs> metaphor, Jack. Awful. Uh, Jake Roberts <laughs> gets a promo alongside Lance Archer and Dan Lambert, Ooh. saying that it's time for Hangman Page to bite the dust. Rocky Romero and Trent. Oh, sorry, I thought it was one. This more is bit. a second
3: bit, sorry. Yeah, pro, it is, yeah.
1: Right? Uh, Rocky Romero and Trent Barretta are backstage and tell Brandon Cutler that they've already beaten the Young Bucks the IWGP tag titles in New Japan. And they throw out a challenge for Rampage. Get a rematch there. Didn't they like New win Japan? and lose those? Yeah, they actually used it finally. Mm. Wow.
3: Lucky for some.
1: <laughs> oh. Ouch. Uh, Lance Archer beats the elite hunter Frankie Kazarian. <laughs> he's
4: no longer hunting the elite. No, he's no, not. Mm-hmm. He's now known as, you guessed it, Frank, <laughs> Frank E. Kazarian. It yeah. was just Robert's pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> you guessed it. What's
1: You, did, did you Guessed It? The You Guessed It's a reference to Norm MacDonald. It was one of his recurring punchlines when he said, "That's right, i know, like Yugoslavia being invaded by, that's right, you guessed it, Frank Stallone." <laughs> but why? Why? Uh, so come... that's why he just kept it because, and he got rid of the elite hunter because that was going nowhere. So
3: Frankie didn't manage to fulfil his destiny and hunt the elite, sadly. That, that was an
4: all-time gimmick. That was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what anyone <laughs> says. The 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 bounty <clears throat> hunter who couldn't find his his t- what was it? what's the right terminology there. His prey. bounty. His oh. bounty, yeah, his prey. His co-workers. Know. Even though he worked with them, yeah. It's just a fantastic gimmick. Yeah.
1: Mm. And after the match, Dan Lambert says, Hangman had a sheltered childhood and drank sparkling water. Have rather
4: that.
1: than ah. Rather than <laughs> water out of a hose like a real cowboy. That's, That's what right. we did in Morbeth.
3: <laughs> Take that, you sparkling water. That's people. right. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, wait. Not, uh, no. I love Archer. The fact is, that, that was
3: a sign on. of like his sheltered up.
1: Right? Oh. Archer's about to choke Sam Kazarian onto a chair, but Hangman saves the day. They brawl and Hangman gets the better of Archer. A weird match to see on Dynamite because Lance needed something to warm himself up with, but uh, so was Frankie K. So it was kind of just, okay. But Archer was good here. Yeah, there were one or two little nice moments where he went, like, oh yeah, want me to chop him? Yeah, want me to chop him? Yeah. Oh, I'm not.
4: And then
1: just <laughs> left them hanging.
4: Yeah. It went on for a while, didn't it, this match? It Concerning did. It was an the... advert break match. We're building up uh Lance Archer again to take on the world champion. Uh him starting on a small girl was another highlight. Basically all of his highlights <laughs> that was the other as well. basically all of his highlights were all stuff that didn't involve the Elite Hunter, which is strange. Oh. <laughs> yep. Considering the Elite Hunter was half of that matchup.
3: Of all the people we ridicule consistently for their gimmicks. Frankly, Kazarian is the one I feel worst about because I am actually I think he's class in the ring (laughs) it's so sad never mind
1: yeah Dante Martin tells Matt Seidel and Lee Moriarty that he has their back against Team Taz and that they return the sentiment Uh, elsewhere not meanwhile Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs warn Dante to watch his back someone conspicuous by his absence to this bit Leo Rush yes is he gone
3: I don't know but he called out the boss (laughs)
1: Oh, he did hey, didn't
4: he they? I forgot mm. oh. they, worked, they worked it out didn't they they had a meeting said,
1: oh, oh did they okay. yeah they worked it out he's not on TV anymore <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Mm. anyway meanwhile Layla Hirsch argues with Chris Atland and Red Velvet backstage before attacking both of them Boom! and turning a heel the oh it's,
3: it's like it's like the Hangman arc it's the most developed storyline <laughs> we've seen <laughs> in all of AEW it's so
1: <laughs> subtle yeah. many people didn't even notice it <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> <laughs> sorry to everyone involved once again
1: it's okay, we forgive you. Uh, there's only about eleven thousand things to watch in uh, yeah. every week. Uh, I saw it stuff before the main event. Serena Deeb beat Sky Blue. It was mm. an alright match with a beautiful finish.
4: I uh, honestly right, when the graphic popped up I thought it was Cora Jade. <laughs> I thought the forbidden door was open. For God's sake.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sky Blue Backwards
4: hat on and everything.
3: Sky Blue's not nearly emo enough to be <laughs> my time.
1: No. Oh, dear me. Uh, Ethan Page challenges John Moxie for Rampage. Mm-hmm. Sure, why not? Uh, Matt Hardy announces that the HFO right. are merging with Andrade and that Andrade will be president of the new group called the AHFO. So you've got... And he's got 51% ownership, Matt Hardy. So he get, still has control of private party. And so Andrade must have Butcher and the Blade. Butcher and the
3: Blade And the Bunny. And the bunny. Is that what it was? Because I was they didn't really
1: confused... express it very well at the end. Because this one, I've got private party and you've got stocks.
3: I appreciate that AEW try and sprinkle in little things just to make their booking not arbitrary. So, like when mm. MJF hired the services of the Butcher and the Blade, they had that lovely little scene where he went into their like weird lair and like it was mm. all awkward and creepy. And I appreciate that, but sometimes it's a, it's quite clunky, isn't it? Like this was to to explain the alignment or the realignment of the heels in
1: that sort of area of the card. Hmm. Hmm. but they want to get away from our Harley's antics it's probably for the best uh, yeah sure why not and then I do like though Andrade's like that's right we're gonna take on Sting and that little guy that Sting hires like <laughs> oh he means Darby <laughs> Allen, right he, he can't understand why anyone would hang around Sting willingly that he must be paid to do so
4: it was great last, last week though like he's what did he say last week he was like who's that child who works for Sting <laughs> <laughs> <You're
1: the child>. <laughs> <laughs> oh good times and then the main event, speaking of which, he claimed to attack Darby Allen before the tag match against Darby and Sting. They put a chair around his neck and throw him in the ring post, which is just oh, like cool. him taking an Irish whip at this point. <laughs> uh, Sting competes on his own and fights bravely because he's Sting. Uh, including one point, he gets, um, I think, Max Caster and the Scorpion Deathlock, and then uh, Bowers, leader of North Wrestling, is attacking him.
3: <laughs> and Sting just goes, Rrr! he just keeps on yeah. doing it. I love uh, a good Sting no cell now and then.
1: Oh, you know what? It does make sense. Sting is three years away from being able to get um, three bus pass in America, and mm. he's just kicking ass in these matches. Mm. Darby dies from the stage in the ringside area to even the odds. The good guys win after Sting leaps from the stage to put Caster <laughs> through a table, and Caster didn't want none of that. He was <laughs> halfway off the thing. Oh, no, I've changed my be mine. <laughs>
4: I was surprised that Sting's rib cage didn't go through his back. How is he still able to take this impact doing those moves? He was incredible in this match, I thought.
3: Yeah, he was. I, w- I would never have expected Sting to carry the-, the bulk of the workload in a match in 2022. Right. It's insane.
1: He covered for Derby.
3: Yeah, you'd think the match would go the other way. You'd think Sting would
1: get taken out early on. in not that crazy? No, amazing. Again, last year, we were talking about how daft and crap it was that Sting was coming out and six or seven men were going, Sting! Running away. <laughs> now I get it. Yeah. Look at how good he is. Yeah, they were right to run away. Brian Cage has not been seen since because he doesn't dare cross Sting. Uh, oh, my yeah.
4: God. We need to have Hook versus Sting sometime. Just oh. to get he rent. was
1: all over, by the way. You see the, the advert for Rampage and it was yeah. just, just Hook. Also, yes. other wrestlers. <laughs> Yeah, so it was a mixed dynamite, yeah. some good, some bad, and some rambling incoherence. Sounds like AW,
4: and the podcast,
1: <laughs> and the podcast, which is still being recorded as we speak. Good God, it's over! It's over. Ring the bell, ref. Ring the bell.
4: Let's have a rummage in our
2: mail bags. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
1: let's have a little look in the mail bag. Let's have some a bit serious. Um. Neil Bainbridge, a.k.a. the postman who listens while going to the gym and walking his dogs, uh, had to have his lovely dog, Lola, put to sleep. We have a little picture included that will hopefully be shown up on about now. Uh, if you remember, and people do seem to remember, the people re- uh, right into us was diagnosed with liver cancer last October. So, Neil, from all of us at Cultaholic, thank you for sharing this with us. Uh, it's never a good thing to go through, but at least you appreciate all the lovely times you did have with Lola. And thank you very much for spreading those good times with us. I hope be yeah, doing absolutely. all right, pal, all right? Yeah. There we go. Uh, hi there, lads. With all the recent talk of the Forbidden Door and the speculation around the Rumble match, it got me thinking about dream matches. For years, the Holy Grail dream match was Undertaker versus Sting, but since that, no long is, that is no longer on the cards, I was wondering if there are any new dream matches that you could see becoming more and more talked about in the coming years. What's that? Personally, knocking? I think that... If, I thought oh. that was you. That's not me. I might be. I might be... Oh, I think
4: I was
3: moving...
1: Sorry, I think I was moving the wire on the microphone. Sorry. I see. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Uh, personally, I think that if AW continue on their current trajectory, something like Hangman versus Roman, could become a huge what-if match. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Former Peruvian international, Norberto Solano. His real name is Sachin Gush. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thank no, you, Nobby. So- I need to say sorry to Sachin, because he just ended the email as former Peruvian international, Norberto Solano. But I was like... People might think we're just making a po- uh, question for the podcast. I was like, I'll include his real name just to prove we not, <laughs> it's catching on. Obscure, yeah, I like footballers it though. More,
1: more, more obscure footballers, yeah. Uh, dream matches come hmm. on that could possibly happen. I think he means ones that could become
3: talked about to the level of yeah. sting taken. Because I can't, I can't see Hangman ever going to WWE and facing yeah. Roman, but I can see it becoming a. I agree with an Alberto uh, that, um that it could become, like, talked about. It was like, oh imagine. So I guess, mm.
4: try to think. Matthew's going to roll his eyes at this one. I know he is. So Go brace on. yourself, Matthew. Get ready. But just because of their little beef on Twitter a couple of years ago, I think there was a beef. I hope there was a beef. I'm sure there was beef. Omega versus Rollins. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, my head
1: and my eyes, just to make sure.
2: <laughs> no, there was nice. there a couple of years
4: ago, wasn't there? Just who's the better one? When Rollins Probably. was his... On his baby face but putting his foot in it every time he had an interview. Oh, his baby oh, face yeah.
1: Until oh. he spoke. Yeah. I yeah. Don't
4: know. yeah. Hmm.
3: Um I guess. It's tricky because a lot of the biggest names in AW obviously came from WWE, but um I reckon who's like the MJF of WWE? Cause there could be a
1: Miz. Grayson Waller.
4: Yeah, Miz, yeah. Grayson Waller, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, oh, Miz versus MGF would be very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'll, go, I'll yeah. pick that one. Yeah, absolutely. I'll go for maybe
3: like, oh, like a dream match though because I was going to say like Sammy Guevara versus like Ricochet or someone, or one of the flippy lads, but they probably wrestled in like PWG or something. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll say like... Oh you've, t- oh, you've taken the good ones, um, yeah. possibly, possibly Darby versus someone like Gothic. Who? But who now in? Who now in WWE apart from Alex? Damian Bliss. Priest.
2: Darby <laughs> versus
3: Balor. I know that Balor's losing now and stuff, but I'll go for Darby versus the Demon. That would be
1: that's mine. Darby versus the Demon. Okay. Close line from Hello Guys. Oh, that's good. I like that one. <laughs> that's good. I just heard the news about Volta being renamed Oh God, being renamed Gunther, and I am actually surprised that WWE is still able to shock and disappoint us. This specifically stings because I saw Volta versus Karen Noir at a dub show, and me and my dad, who never watched wrestling before, absolutely loved it. After seeing Volta do his Volta things to poor Karen Noir, my dad immediately understood why he is one of the greatest things in wrestling. So, of course, WWE finds a way to ruin it. I remember a podcast episode where Matthew joked about Walter going to WWE. I announced him as Walter from (laughs) Austria-Germany. And here we are, I guess. So, since this actually happened, where's your guys' next worst prediction for wrestling this year? Love everything you guys do and keep up the great work. Greetings from Guntherland, a.k.a. Germany, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Cheers, Tim. It's got to be
3: something NXT-related for me. Um... Would, it, would they just get rid of it eventually, NXT?
4: Ooh, Not uh, see that happening. Mm. Mm. No. Anyone know how long the deal is with the USA Network? I don't know. guess that's crucial. Mm.
3: Yeah, once the deal runs out, would they keep it going? If it doesn't get renewed, would they keep it going just as a network
1: thing? I don't know. I don't know.
3: Uh,
1: LA Night debuts the main roster as LA Day.
3: <laughs> A-L-Day. All day.
1: All day. <laughs> all day and all night. Oh, he can make it work. A tag oh, team with
4: Austin uh, Theory. That's his thing, isn't it? All day. That was before the way. Oh. Went from all day to the way, didn't he?
3: Is that the worst prediction, though? That would be disappointing.
1: No, nah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. LA Night could make that work. So, yeah, it's not a worst prediction.
3: But, oh, Saudi Arabian WrestleMania.
1: Oh. oh. Oh, okay, yeah.
3: Because I remember a news story from recently where they were there was talk that they might have renamed Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania Chamber or something, because it's happening in Saudi Arabia. So mm. That
4: Maybe. was Dave, wasn't it? Was
3: That's
4: It part- Dave. Dave yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, it's a bit counterproductive if you're doing your whole, hey, this is positive PR for Saudi Arabia, cool. Elimination check. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, let's just get rid of that so people can stop making that, what are they going to do, put journalists in it? Uh, jokes? <laughs> oh, too late. Yeah, I'd say that. That's, you know what, Jack? I can't beat that. Okay. Yeah. I'm going
4: to go for Cody signing a new contract where he can challenge for the AEW world title, winning the world title from Hangman Page and then going on a run not too dissimilar from the tribal chief Roman Reigns. Lasted over 500 days as your AEW world champion.
1: This is going to be worse That's pretty bad. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got one. Jericho AEW champ. Uh, oh, that could happen. I don't like this.
4: Jericho Gee, we're gets it right. Jericho gets a talk show segment on AEW. Oh no!
1: <laughs> no! He brings back the Jeratron. Oh, fantastic! No. Oh, move on, move on quickly. Uh, hey lads, I am a female that has had a Yorkie bar. <gasps> <What>? oh! <laughs> Police
3: arrest. I know. Them. And anyway. have you served your time or what? Uh, oh.
1: When I was younger, like eight or nine years old, it was very much a, I'm going to break the rules mentality. Then I had one a few years ago, and the chocolate isn't that nice, just about bearable. My opinion is Galaxy is the best tier in terms of standard corner shop chocolate (sighs) bars. Uh, They also say, (laughs) Jack, keep going with the Irish accent. It isn't the worst. (laughs) Americans trying to do an Irish accent, but far from the best. Your Northern Irish accent is great, so there is hope. An Irish accent can change drastically from county to county. My friend in college is from just past Belfast. There are times when we don't understand each other's accents. Dublin to Belfast is only a ninety-minute drive or one hundred miles to so one hundred sixty-six kilometres. To put in perspective, how much accents can change in a short distance compared to America, where it doesn't change that much in short distances. Yeah, mm. uh, we have that in England as well. To throw in a question: What are your top tier corner shop chocolate bars? <sighs> Not including the fancy ones like Lindt or gift box chocolates. Ah, gift box chocolates hope you are all keeping well tracy from dublin thank you tracy what you have thank to you say tracy. that what you have to say that jack
3: well i'm very flattered but i do back my belfast accent but the, i think she's been too kind about my republic of Ireland one unfortunately um good forget, what does that sound like jack no nope. good question <laughs> though from tracy
1: if you were ordering a Yorkie
3: bar. Also, someone tweeted reminding me of... Um, do you remember when we were going through the, the person who emailed in and gave us the list of every induction in the Hall of Fame in 2021? Oh, yeah. And we were like, what's Malachi Jack? Where, where did that come from? Yeah. It's when I did my Dutch accent and offended. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that, that made the Hall of Fame.
3: Which was more Scandinavian. I remember what I said. I said, I will see you at the WrestleMania, but I did it in like a
1: bouncy voice. Like, okay, I can to see you at the rest of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't remember that at all, but it definitely have. That,
4: that was Malachi Jack, yeah. It sounds like he's moved to Sweden.
1: Yes, and Going to Sweden.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah okay,
3: yeah. great. Um, corner okay. Shop chocolate. So we're talking yeah. like the sort that you could get as part of a meal deal, like not the fancy stuff, just your standard. No, no,
1: no, no, no. Corner Shop. Car shop's
4: look for meal deals. In the tiered I know, but I know thing like, yeah. next mm. to the till. You always have yeah, the tiered Yeah, Yeah, that, that's it.
1: Yes. Present okay. one of your lists. Look at the tiers.
3: My, uh, my go-to for years would be a twirl. Love a twirl. twirl. Um, to the point where, like, Ooh. when I worked at Hayes Travel, they had a vending machine in the office, and my choice was always a twirl. So when I left, when I handed my notice in, they got me a big bag of twirls when I, as a Aww. present. I was lovely. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I forget that they exist, right? And then when I remember I'm like, I've got to get myself one or a tube of Rolos. Love a Rolo
4: mm. sometimes.
2: Mm.
3: But what do you think?
4: I make a beeline for an Aero caramel me.
2: Oh. Ooh. That's, That's
4: where an I'm interesting choice. It's a it's a new one. I always used to go for the you started Cadbury's caramel. Can't go wrong with a Cadbury's caramel bar. Um but in recent years the Aero Caramel. Poof. Mm. mm.
2: Oh. mm
1: Matthew. When I used to eat chocolate, because I st- stay away from dairy because dairy disagrees with me, uh, I would go for the Yorkie fruit and nut. Yorkie by itself, yeah, it's not that good. But the fruit, uh, the key. the Yorkie fruit and nut bar. God, I'm hungry. Um, that oh, that was a meal in it in unto itself. Uh, but you couldn't always get it. So if I couldn't get it, I used to be mad that you couldn't get the the normal Kit Kats, chunky Kit Kats, kill Kit Kats. Sorry I they don't like them on instinct, but I definitely came around to, If they didn't have the yolkie fruit and nut, I would get the chunky Kit Kat. Oh.
3: I think oh, unless my unless my eyes were to oh, see them. So last time I went at the Tesco near the office, I'm sure that they started they've started selling Easter eggs already. That's outrageous. Oh no, I've yeah. seen them.
4: Yeah. Can't confirm. It's outrageous. January
1: at the recording of this podcast.
4: Yeah, what? I was in I home don't... bargains two weeks ago, right? Two weeks ago, and Easter eggs were in there. Pfft. Home yeah. bargains.
1: <laughs> Rubbish, you I'll say this though, by the way, if, if you're a non dairy person like myself, Oreos don't contain dairy. Oh, oh. oh. so that's always a danger. What's I, the I middle can't stuff eat
4: this. And the biscuit.
1: Oh just sex. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just delicious. Oh anyway, um yeah, that's that's uh, my thoughts. Um That was the closer Oh, well, thank you very much, Tracy, for doubling everybody else. Uh, if you have any other thoughts to do a i or oh, just wrestling, doesn't have to always be that way, please, 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 please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. Peaces, 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 peaces,
2: peaces,
1: ah, wrist piss. Wagwan, Ross Hammond, Jack Clarkson, and Matthew May. Oh. <laughs> Congratulations on the four-year anniversary of the podcast last week. I was watching oh, some wow. Old... Oh,
3: thank you. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy.
1: I was watching some old Gary YouTube videos on the channel relating to theme songs and was wildly amused as Gary and Gary were trying to impersonate a theme song due to the lights of demonetization. This gave me an idea for Reese's Pieces. Below, I have formulated a list of 10 iconic theme songs from WWE and AW wrestlers. Matthew must hum. Nuh-uh or otherwise make noises to impersonate these theme songs. No words allowed. Points to the first person to guess the song. Starts off easy and gets harder as you go along. If you're struggling, the quiz master can reveal the promotion of the wrestler. Okay, look at some of these. Do I remember them? Uh, Okay, yeah, I see them. I know all of them. That's all right. Also, if you were wondering, Matthew is May because of the hair. Ross is Hammond because all the mams love him. And Jack is Clarkson because he's liable to say something in an accent that offends somebody.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. That's your gimmick now, Jack. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, so I'll start off now. I'll just make noises. Hopefully this will be heard over Zoom. Ahem. Uh, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> yeah. I had to miss out one of the... Seven intros. Should we do
4: noises to signify who's going or just shout it out?
1: I don't mind you shouting out. What a
3: reckless quiz. It's it's one (laughs) nil to
2: Ross. (laughs) Noah holds barred.
1: Uh, Oh, Oh, it's close there. I think Jack got in there just in the nick of time. Okay. This is hard on Zoom to judge. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Tarzan uh, boy,
4: jungle boy. It is! Ah.
1: Well done. To wonder, Ross. Uh, Ch-ching. <laughs> 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 oh, oh shame same man as this. Oh, well done. <laughs> I'm actually worried I made it <laughs> too bad there. Well done, Ross. It's that down, little ching-ching got yeah, me. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. It, it's down here, it's Colonel Muck Sweaty Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to accept your answer, though. Whoa, whoo, whoa. whoa! Mark Henry. Yeah, you're oh. well done. Three, two. Ooh. Dolph up. Oh <laughs> <laughs> You idiot! You idiot! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um. Uh. Oh. I'm talking about those, we made two songs. Vladimir Kozlov. I'll oh, just do the chorus. <laughs> Nah, 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 nah. AJ Styles. Nah, nah. Yeah, it is. You are. Yeah. Is that one who's Phenomenal? We're That's not want? that one, no. is it? Wait, a want? No. Is you that what's with... called? Phenomenal? Is that called they don't want none? I don't know. Oh, no. I made a dog's dinner or this, haven't I? Um... MJF. MJF. Oh, I think Jack got in there just in the nick of time, which makes it... Ross is winning by like one or two. Yeah. Ah, mm. oh, now it's got a wrestler here. I can't remember which one this is. So uh, I'll do a version you get. All right, okay. Because um, I can't hum that at all. How's it actually going?
4: <laughs> the suspense. I know. The
2: drama. I
1: it starts. So bad. <laughs> all I'm thinking of is Yorkie bars. All right. Um, <laughs> Oh, no, that's not the right one. Is it? It's wrong wrestler. Oh, my God. I forgot how the rest of the song goes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I... think of a different song, Matthew. Um... Test. No. Vince McMahon. Oh, well done, Jack. Is it 4-4? I mean, no, it's got No, 4-4. I
3: think Ross is winning. Was that yeah. the one that it was?
1: Was that the one that it was written? It was Sheamus Hellfire. I forgot how the intro starts, and I went, no, "Wait, is that just not true Got the drums
4: Dun 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 just fantastic. Anyway,
1: that was a good idea done badly. I apologise. It was a good idea. It
4: was
1: good. It was five hours of a podcast, and my stomach's rebelling against me. That was a nice idea. I think we should do more of that. Oh, yeah. uh, thanks again so much boys the podcast is always the highlight of the week well up until this bit uh, keep up the good work Yusuf thank you very much Yusuf thank you Yusuf some wonderful picks sorry for butchering that it's a nice idea though um, and ironically
4: idea. like Top Gear nice idea shame about the execution oh. That's what, like, um, ambitious but rubbish
1: yes uh, and the patron producers like a special mention ah of course Mark Leslie Reno2200 Noah Anderson Anderson, Anderson and Akajua well, or I still Akadua. say it's Akadua. Two, 2 2 I say the username every time on the Twitch and a new one Adam Warrington thank, thank you, very you very much Adam much. Warrington the executive super vice president producer of the podcast much love there,
3: there is still another segment to go
1: there still is but it's written down here I thought I'd say it here because not Fair everyone enough. watches to the very end might as well have uh, them here as well uh, for all the Riz piece you can of course send them to mailbag at it's
2: coldholics the
1: Let's go, baby oh. Ah, What a lovely long podcast And it's time for just a little bit more That's right, we're going to go, baby As Ross and his mate Dirty Eddie have just said <laughs> We are, have a look now The big question, who's going to win Both Royal Rumble Royal Rumbles right. We're saying it's a plural Both the Rumbles Because of course there's a There's two Yes, there an idea. There is two.
2: Hmm.
3: It's tricky. It's tricky to rock around. To right around. I'd say, okay. It's right on time. It's tricky. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go for, I'll jump in with uh, my oh, picture of the women's one. I'm going for it, and I'm going to say Bailey. I'm going to take that little risk, and I think Bailey's going to come back and do it, and everyone will like yes, because she deserves it. Oh, hang on. Where's Sasha Banks been? She's been quiet recently. Is she
4: injured? She got injured, yeah.
1: yeah.
4: How injured? But I don't know. But interestingly, on the house shows, I remember doing a news video for it, the house shows before she got injured, it was her versus Charlotte in the main events. And as we all know, they like to use these house shows, these live events as little test runs, don't they? So maybe heading into Mania, it could have been Sissy Bunks versus Charlotte Flair.
3: Although maybe they were going to have that match at the Rumble, and this is why Charlotte's decided to enter it instead, even though she's already the champion. Yeah. That could be, Eisen. I could be No, I think yours is feasible as well. Well, I'll go for Bailey, I believe. And I think everyone will be really happy if she does win. She deserves that. She deserves it. The dog's doon. The dog's doon.
1: Dog's dune. All right, it's back in.
4: There you go. Is that, by the way, Matthew, is that like a full-length Willie Hobbs overall you've got on there today? It
1: certainly is, yes.
4: My God, that is loud. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. Where do you
4: buy one of those, Bad Lads? Uh,
1: the golf shop in town.
4: <laughs>
3: the goth shop, yes, two grown There's men one. and they are going through a goth.
1: <laughs> I said, oh, that's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah,
3: <laughs> is, it
1: of, is it because of Willie Hobbs you got one? No, it's because oh, Willie, no, it's just because of um, realizing that I had a really boring middle aged man's uh wardrobe. And I'm like, what, am I... what happened to me? Oh, wow, I used to wear, wow. try, wear all the all the goth stuff and all the crazy items, and I'm just like, All right, well, look like you're going down for a shift in the mines. And that's all you I need would, in life and I'm like no no I think that's why lockdown I realised well well, why am I going I have the mindset sometimes of well why would I put the effort in I'm just going a little
4: and then you go sometimes to
1: little or places and you, the, the, everyone's dressed up to the nines I'm like oh maybe you I'm never know who want, you might so. see
4: as well uh.
1: well that's it's exactly it isn't it Ross because I've seen people now who I'm like oh I like them in a nice way and then oh, do you bump in them when you look good no of course mm. not you, you, you're bumping them when you're on death's door so <laughs> that's why I'm now just getting back to dressing cool
3: I would never, I would never describe your fashion sense as boring, Matthew. You, you oh, thank you. Bob. You had the, you had all the, the loud shirts as well.
1: Yeah, but I've not, no one's been able to see them because it's like yeah. lockdown. So, yeah. Hey, it's I, me. I'm, I'm,
3: I'm yeah, glad. You've also worn it in front of one half of the Catholic fashion police, Richard Tubman. So we'll see what he thinks. I about. have to step my game Richard, up around here. you
4: tell us in our heads what your thoughts are of the powerful overalls.
3: Nice, nice. would a pink headset. Obviously, I he wear this down. It.
1: Yeah, this is how I go down there, you know. <laughs> got a, a cusp of coffee. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about? Who won the Rumbles? Rumble? <laughs> Rumble? Rumble? Oh, that's I'm, right. I think I'm, what you said earlier is a magnificent idea. Asuka comes back, eliminates Charlotte uh, for the title. I'm not sure that's a bit weird, that bit, but whatever. And then goes, yeah, I want you were the one who ended the streak all those years ago. Sodja. Have a rematch, a WrestleMania rematch, and I want to get it, get my own back, like Dave Benson Phillips. <laughs> That's perfect. Mm. I want to shut you up, Charlotte.
4: I've got a dirty, yeah. filthy pair for my winners, Ooh. Ooh. women's. Charlotte Flair's going to win that one and pick a pick a pick <sighs> a opponent. Charlotte win the
1: re- no, no, it's no, going to happen. It's
4: going to happen. Sour taste happen. in my mouth. Happen. And then for the men's, well, get ready for this one. Maybe two sour's makes a sweet. I don't know, but Brock Lesnar. E-
3: oh, that was my men's one as well.
4: Yeah, I think Brock no. will lose. Brock will lose. The title earlier in the night and then win the win the, uh, win the rumble and challenge Roman.
3: I think so too. I think so as well. Uh, um, yeah.
1: uh,
2: <laughs> <jamming>. <laughs> I'll beat you up if you lose no. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, now you said it, I can't think of who else it's like, all right Matthew, who's better than that? And I'm like, eh, good point. Chris uh, Canyon. You better. Who better?
4: Yeah, who, um, who better? Uh, who
1: better? Uh, hmm. I see Lashley. The exact thing you just said, but the other way around. Lashley not beating Lesnar due to Roman Reigns shenanigans. And so, Lashley going, alright, then I'm going to win the Rumble and challenge you.
2: Roman. Mm, okay. oh. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Oh. Because he's a face now. And what better way to prove he's a face by not beating Lesnar, so it just gets a bit weird, because he'll be... there's will be cheered over Lashley there, probably. And then... Uh, Going to face an evil bad guy, Roman Reigns. It's oh, the guy easy. that they pushed you hard in 06 versus the guy that pushed you hard in 2016. Ah, oh. And I
3: think before
1: we end, should we throw out some
3: slightly rogue picks as well? Oh, okay, go oh. on. I'll go Mickey James. Wow. Can you no. imagine? <laughs> okay. Fair
4: Surely not. I'm interested to see how long they have her last for in there because obviously she's coming out with hardcore country as a theme. She's going to have the title with her. She's going to be announced as Impact Knockouts Champion. will allow that to beat up their wrestlers for too long. Who knows? Yeah. Them being petty, I doubt it. Mm. Is Michelle McCool in this Rumble? Oh, no,
3: she is. Why, oh, no? Piggy James. Oh. Uh, I don't think they'll reference it. I'd like to um, think they wouldn't reference it. I'm going
1: to say Biggie. Okay. That's just what you're thinking at this point, to be honest with you.
4: Uh Austin Theory. Austin Theory.
1: Oh god, no. Vince would what
2: Vince would do to him <laughs> if he won. Yeah.
3: Grayson Waller, he's everywhere.
1: Oh, Hi guys. God.
4: Hey oh. I'm, in the, I'm in the
1: Rumble. Uh you'll win and go to WrestleMania main event. Uh Gunther. Yes.
4: <laughs> yes. Uh um, reckon they'll change the name now that they drop the trademark approach. What's no, the they're
1: just using Gunther as just the uh the, the one the one name. Because no one I mean. can have a surname in WWE. No. It's bizarre logic, but whatever.
4: Maybe
3: does anyone buy Lita's chances of actually winning?
4: No. Okay. I don't think, think so, She either. could she could do something to Charlotte to make her picker. Or eliminate her mm.
1: even. Uh, she could be the ricochet at the Rumble twenty twenty. She distracted and drew. Like
3: oh, when he booted Brock.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah,
3: yes. Yeah yes and it led to that match where we all went this is going to be great Brock has good matches with smaller guys and then it oh. we are in the
1: office for that word. oh it's a very nice yeah the fiend in the Rollins oh, oh Goldberg sorry oh, oh
3: what a match that was we all gathered round the stream <laughs> can't wait to see the fiend bravely topple Goldberg <laughs> oh no
1: like, they're not going to do mm. it they, they did they did <laughs> do it so yeah yeah those are my picks those are your picks what are your picks Please let us know by posting the comments below. We'll have a scroll down and go, woof, that's disgusting. Uh, and just a brief reminder if you have any thoughts, queries, or just want to tell us how. Actually, don't tell us what you think about us. We don't want to hear that. Um, you can, of course, go to mailbagatcolic.com and you can vote on the Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash Holic. Jack, what have you got on tap for us? Until next week, pal. Until next
3: week, um. To be honest, now that now that, now that that we record these on a Thursday, my Fridays are all about just writing for the following week. Um, so I'm not doing anything public-facing until next Wednesday. I'll be on the news on Tuesday. Next Wednesday, I'm doing Twitch with Owen of the faves. Aww. But also, just the other day, I recorded uh, what is hopefully going to be the first of a brand-new series. Um, that's in the can. Well, it's not been edited yet, though, so I don't know when it's exactly going out. But that's been shot and, and written and recorded and everything, so... I can't reveal too much yet, but it's, I'm quite pleased with it, yeah. What about Fabulous.
1: You can't wait for that. Mm. Ross,
4: what have you got? I've got a couple of tier lists coming up next week about the Rimble Rumble. One of them is about every Rumble match, just the Rumble match itself. A lot of research went into that one. It takes a lot of research these tier lists do. And then uh, Rumble debuts, superstars who made their debut in the Rumble. And we'll put them in a tier list, because that's what the kids do. Drew Carey at the top. way
1: I. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, a lot of crap on tap there. And obviously the uh, <laughs> Tom, Smack, Tom Campbell-fueled uh, Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review returns this week. Ooh. Never left. Say returns because it sounds cooler. And uh, we'll see you, hopefully, fingers crossed, touch wood, in the office next week as restrictions have been lowered due to a lot of political stuff that we can't be bothered wasting our time talking uh-huh. about.
4: Wade's well, uh, just deflecting attention, isn't he? The little rat.
1: That, that was pretty much it, to yes. time go. Yeah. <laughs> it is time to go. It certainly is time to go. We've been lovely. You guys have been even lovelier. Thank you very much. We're going to end the show by putting our hands up to the webcam and ended it with a famous expression. One, two, three. The winner of this match is Gunther.
0: <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.